Hello and welcome to the 6++ Plus Show, a podcast for your wargaming and 40k needs. Hobby talk, tactics, tournament reports, lore and much more. We have it all. Please welcome your host for the evening, Tom. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, and Wraithguard to that 6++ show. I am your host, Tom. And I'm on a bit of a roll here because I've already recorded one show today. So I'm just going to carry on through. Uh, we've got a really exciting little event report for you today because we had our very first 6++ Invitational event, which was absolutely awesome. Really excited to talk about it. And I've got three fine gentlemen of the Plus who all partook in the gaming here tonight with me to discuss it. So we'll catch up with them first, then we'll do Plus Roundup and get into the games and the event itself. I start where I always start, with my dear leader, Chris. How are you doing, Chris? Hi, guys. I'm very well, thank you. <laughs> I like the enthusiasm. That's a real injection of yeah, enthusiasm. I'm <laughs> yeah, lying yeah. on my bed watching The Witcher, and I'm like falling asleep. Like, boom, it's <laughs> fine. Is that, is that the new season? Uh, yeah. Oh, I need to watch that. I need to watch that. Awesome. Yeah, very nice. Very nice. Bit of Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Can't go wrong with Henry. Yeah, yeah. Well, he'll be coming into Warhammer soon, by all accounts. So that's, yeah, that's massively absolutely. exciting. Um, Chris, is there anything new in your hobby life? Um, last week there was. Uh, <laughs> there really I, was, wasn't there? <laughs> I, got, I locked and loaded my uh, airbrush and went to town. You absolutely went to town. Went to Glow yeah. Town. <laughs> Glow Town, love it. Um, and all my vehicles received. Uh, you know what? I actually really enjoyed um, painting um, kind of like the just that airbrush style mm. on the vehicles and that with the dark and the light. That was really fun. And I was like, oh, people do like this lighting kind of thing where you make the it glow yeah. so, <laughs> yeah. and i could do this on the cockpit i could do it everywhere yeah, yeah. and i mean it's quite a strong look it so, is no you're, you're in you're in a place people often are when they first start using the airbrush where you're like i can do this so almost almost everywhere <laughs> so basically um, for those don't know, my elder army is a mix of blue um blue white and pink so everything has got those three colors on in whatever yeah. so if I had three of a fire prison, for example, one would be blue, one would be pink, one would be white. Yeah, it's a really nice way of doing it. At the moment, I've got two of everything. So I've got a blue and a pink, and all I'm just swapping them over. So I've got like a pink hornet and a blue hornet, and the pink hornet has a bright blue cockpit and like lighting and uh, vice versa. Um, it's just maybe I was a bit too harsh with the colour choices. I don't know. It's, you certainly notice it from across the room. Uh, I think it's really vibrant. I like it. I think, yeah, I mean, you, you'll get maybe a touch more subtle with it the more experience you awesome. get. But I don't I don't think for something like Eldar, where it's often got that kind of very otherworldly popping. Yeah, yeah. In fact, you see all sorts of very striking yeah, airbrush, it's, um, airbrush looks. Yeah. It's good fun. And the airbrush was reasonably well behaved. Um, I've been having like constant battles with my airbrush, but it was it managed to see through. It hates the Vallejo blue-green. So it's nice. really thick. Kind of, it just hates that with a passion. Um, yeah. I keep thinning well, that's your that. favorite color in the world, right? so it's gonna world, it's so gonna have to get used to it. <laughs> it has to understand the relationship we have. Uh, yeah. but, this yeah. is one of my boundaries. This is not yeah. negotiable. <laughs> but, no, that was basically it. I was painting like half an Eldar army. It was just as much as I could to take paint um, some individual characters and stuff. Yeah. Had a bit of fun. Um, so yeah, that's kind of me at the moment. Yeah, very exciting, very nice. Lots of Eldar, and obviously we can talk about how they get on a little bit later. I am also joined tonight by a less familiar face, but one who has been on our channel before. It is the wonderful Jack. How are you doing, Jack? 
Uh, great, doing amazingly. Excellent, awesome. <laughs> no, that's really that's really nice to hear. Uh, we met for the first time this weekend, so that was nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, having obviously we've chatted a lot and we've talked a lot of forty k as as is often the way. Um, so it's very nice to meet you in person. And um, what has what's been new in your hobby life? What have you been up to? Uh, just mostly sourcing stuff for the the town. Uh, yeah. Because, um, you know how it is a new edition. None of the old stuff is good, and a lot of the oh, stuff yeah. that wasn't good is now good. Yeah, um, whiplash, new yeah, edition so whiplash. Yeah, I'm buying uh, like Sky Ray turrets on eBay, um, for like 85 of a gun or whatever, you know, because you yeah. need to run one gun on all the crisis units, yeah, stuff like that. Um, and if, I don't know if you've been on the Games Workshop site regularly, the entire Tau range, apart from Crew, is out of stock. You can't ah, buy anything. Okay. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, they're just too good. Pathfinders. You, you yeah, buy yeah, Pathfinders yeah. and you buy Crew. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else is out of stock. So um, yeah, you just written around eBay and God, God help you if you want to get an Onvar model. That ain't happening. So right, <laughs> I've okay. got to try and uh, construct a few things. I've got uh, to try and kit bash a fire strike team soon. Oh, exciting. Um, the secret to playing a Xena's faction is you can put whatever the fuck you want on the table. No, no, no. That's a fire true. strike. Yeah, I was going to say bless him. Like he's, yeah, Xenos. A couple of years in, you're just like it's whatever I tell you it is because I can't. Yeah. I, I can't yeah. be bothered. You don't know. It doesn't matter. Like you don't know get... what a neuro disruptor is, and I am not of a mind to show you. But yeah, that's it. it's the same with the Tau guns. It's like, what is that one? I mean, it's what I say it is really. You know, yeah, their burst fabrication objector is it a pulse blast cannon? You don't know. Like it's just, <laughs> like, I could just, I could just say words, and you just yeah, have yeah, to yeah. believe me. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm sourcing all that stuff. Um, done a little bit of painting of breaches here and there. Um, and then just loads of TTS, pretty much. It's, oh, great. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You've been, you, you, we've had a lot of the team practicing and, and really grinding quite a lot in the run-up to this event, which was great, actually. And I think I think what's really nice is I think that showed, and that's really, really cool. So, no, fantastic. And the, uh, your tower did look nice. And I was, I had not, I don't think I've seen a Skyray. I'd not seen a Skyray <laughs> used before. So I was like, oh, my word, what's this? And then we got checked. I was like, oh, that's a really clever pick. Well done. No, I like it. There's some really cool stuff in there, but we'll get to that. I don't want to give that away. We'll talk tower in a bit. I have, of course, to address the elephant in the room. We talked about how I feel about my weight. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> Ed. How are you doing, mate? You're right. Uh, yeah, not bad, not bad. It's uh, slightly cooler now, so I'm I'm actually yeah. sleeping. I did not sleep well on the uh, the Sunday. Oh. Saturday night, Sunday morning. It was, yes. Uh... No, that was not good. It, it's been roasting. As you say, I think hopefully it's easing off. I've just had a, an absolute load of rain, which is always a good mm. sign. Yeah, we've had that as well. When it chucks it down, that's always good news. Um, and what's new in your hobby life, Ed? What have you been up to? Well, unlike Jack, <laughs> no TTS and no grinding. Because <laughs> I have to paint like, an entire fucking Elder Army. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. Was, uh, which <laughs> Because unlike Chris, you had an elder army to lean on. I just been sort of noodling away, like, oh, I'll paint a little bit of this. I've got yeah, a, yeah, this is yeah, the yeah. cool model. I might use that. Just kind of waiting for the nerfs to come in. And then yeah. I did. And I was like, oh, now I want to use fire prisms. Yeah, now I yeah, want yeah. to use such and such. So I did. Uh, uh, yeah, it was. It was long so I'm I, th really I think it's great them. i was really struck by the color i thought it was a lovely color yeah i i have an airbrush but i've lost a small bit of it and it's a really nice <sighs> one so i bought just like a, a cheap 20 quid one off uh, amazon and that was better for for base coating mm. because the one that i've got is like nice oh it's got great fine control detail but if you try and base coat with it it gets clogged up quite easily because it's you know it's for designed for fine detail 
and I never never realized that ahead of time so mm -hmm. I bought this cheap shitter and um, did my tanks with it because I was like there's no way I'm using contrast mm. in a brush on mm. three fire prisms are you out you goddamn mind <laughs> so yeah um, that arrived and then I painted those on Thursday did a bit right. more painting on Friday and yeah traveled down on Saturday and then um, got busy rocked Amazing. up and started the day with caffeine because yes good to have was, caffeine uh, oh yeah <laughs> and um and davy hosted you of course he did and he, he says did. that he made me sleep on the garage floor he didn't he gave me an entire room to myself with a bed and the accommodation was fantastic he the does he hosts he hosts a treat yeah. doesn't he uh, how do you get how do you get on with lincoln lincoln there the dog Oh Lincoln? yes, yeah, so yeah, I yeah. was like, I was thinking of the place. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Never been. <laughs> I thought we were at like, oh god, I got really lost for this. Event. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm I threw you Lincoln. <laughs> Who was I playing? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, no. He uh, he barked at me loads, and then we went out for a walk, and I threw treats over his head, which David. That's the one. To, yeah, That's he's the key. Out his, is the yeah, yeah. When the first time you play against Lincoln, it's quite stressful, but then you realise how to deal with it in the meta and what you need in your <laughs> list. Of, what 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 you need to handle Lincoln is to throw a treat over his head three or four times. At which stage he calms the hell down. When you play against him, the meta. <laughs> yeah. Go outside and touch some grass. I need to, don't I? I do. I desperately, <laughs> desperately need to. I mean, I've been outside all day just in Dunstable, um, but I'm not going to talk about that on stream. Mm. Um, <laughs> Right, we've got some comments. So hello, everyone in the chat. We've got Davey here, Aaron, John. John says he played three games since Monday in prep. Did it help? Hey, it probably helped. Could have been worse, John. Can always be worse. Game, right? Remember, so... it can always be worse. Um, and Sean says, I'm confused. Two streams. Yeah, well, two streams. There was two things to do, Sean. So here we are. We're doing twice as much today. There was an exciting Spanish adventure to talk about, which we will get into the Plus Roundup in a moment. Um, but I'm going to let Chris take the lead on that. So, oh, actually, for Hobby Roundup, for me, though, I have built a Hecaton Land Fortress today because, mm. I don't know, I'm having a, a whole time with this whole, with, with this whole edition right now. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff flying around. I'm trying a lot of different stuff. I realized I've got God knows how much Votan that I bought in ninth that I haven't made. I was like, I want to build this and play with it. So I'm going to do that, and we'll see how that goes. I've also put a bunch of demo charges on Acolytes because... Sometimes you got to do oh, the I obvious think. thing. Yeah, sometimes you got to do the obvious yeah. thing. Um, and I've painted a Death Company Dreadnought because he's super fun as well. So it's been a, it's been, it's been a very all-over-the-place kind of week. Yeah. Um, great. Oh, Jack says evening. Oh, hi, Jack. Great to see you. Um, Chris, we're very good at self-promotion, possibly the best. Do you want to take the lead in promoting the self? It would be my pleasure. Amazing. Um, since last we spoke, we have carried on the index in depth. Yes, we um, have. And we've got Franco's out to do with demons. Mm -hmm. um, True demon lord himself. A few yeah. sound issues, but we'll get there. Mm -hmm. um, Lewis has done the first Imperial Knights one, mm -hmm. which um, is, is really well done. He's very knowledgeable. Oh, he he's a lot, very long time Knights player, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, he only mentions the value a few times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Davey's back with Bugwatch. Hoorah! Yes, he is. do it fortnightly now um, and look at the best lists. And, That's sensible. Um, I think if anyone interested in looking at seeing what sort of Tyranid lists are out there and doing well at the moment, his is the show to watch. Yeah, he puts, he puts phenomenal research into that show. And then, obviously, Aaron used to do Expanding Empire now. Our very own Jack has taken Yes, over. Jack has taken over the mantle. Because Aaron's too lazy, wherever you are in the chat, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. Just, just um, abandoned it. 
So, <laughs> he'll be back soon with Custodes Watch. You wait. Oh, yes. Um, so, yeah, so Jack's done the first one. We looked at some NIST and spoke about board size and all those sorts of things. Very, Amazing. Very nice. Very nice. Um, so, if you want Tau stuff, Expanding Empire, that's going to be coming out regularly. Um, Jack, you said you've got another episode to film, didn't you? Just after. Uh, yeah, I've got, um, I got one written up and coming this week, hopefully. Uh, and then also uh, working on. The index and depth for tower as well. That's going to be yeah. at some point. Very cool. Amazing so, tower stuff on its way. Yeah. Um, we've also just released Davy's um, version of Angry Watch. So he's gone <laughs> for World Eaters index in depth, and he's uh, <laughs> spoken about um, that, which was liked on the competitive 40k page by the one and only Neil Robertson, the world champion snooker player. So well done, Davy. Oh wow. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I've played Neil's tournament, <laughs> um, and so we know each other, but he's like, he's based in Cambridge, he's quite a good friend with Jack Ty and stuff. He's oh, gonna be at the London Open this weekend, taking oh, the this. So, oh, hero. well, we yeah. know why because of yeah. Davies video. Does Jack just know everyone? Jack, yeah. Is he the most well connected man in this he's country? A, he's a very connected man, he oh. is, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, and then on top of that, we had a live show just recently, as in about an hour ago. About an hour ago. In which Tom, Davey, and Aaron spoke um, about the time that the Plus went on tour to Spain. Yeah, our first ever Plus International Exchange. Davey and Aaron went to Barcelona, played a GT, made a bunch of friends, had an amazing time. Um, and they talked a lot about it. Davey put a nice presentation together. And I think it was really interesting to hear about that whole experience of traveling to a foreign tournament. And actually, it sounds a easier and b a lot more fun um, than I'd necessarily anticipated. So I think it's definitely something to something to try. Um, by all accounts, they now love us there, so it might well be that some of the plus will be going back again in the. In well, the we future. have been invited to the um, giant team tournament before. We were invited yeah. last year for that. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, yeah by yeah. Um, the what they called now, the team that are always over here. We should, we should. Oh yeah, all of his We should definitely do that. That would be what great. A, what a pay, pair of great representatives. Because how often do you get British tourists going to Spain and the Spanish people go, <laughs> "We love you. Yeah. Please come yeah. back." <laughs> <laughs> right. Good job, guys. Good, good yeah, job, boys. I think that's impressive, isn't it? It's definitely. Um, yeah, that's not the usual tale. That's just, well done. Well done to our Brits got, abroad. I've got to say, the last time I saw a bunch of war gamers going to Spain, they were not clamouring for us to return. So, uh, oh really? Appreciate that. Um, repairing our reputation. Nice. No, very well, uh, good. Yeah, that's that's us upcoming. We've got. I keep getting sent sent index in depth. Um, He's just got mail flying in just, these days. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm completely lost track of who sent me what. Uh, <laughs> just I'm just searching through my Google Maps. That is there any. I'll not open that one. Cool. Let's put that together. So the next one will probably be Blood Angels. Tom's done Blood Angels. Yeah, Blood Angels is very fun I'll to do. That out. Um, Chancellor. You sent me, I'm calling you out here live on stream. <laughs> Alex Chancellor, you sent me a PowerPoint and a video of yourself talking. <laughs> These that are not the makes, same thing. <laughs> the, that makes things hard for me in the editing world because the editing software I use doesn't just turn a PowerPoint magically into a video for me. So um, I'm going to have to do some wizardry. Um, to, so that's why I basically can't afford to do that yet. Um, so, uh, but be like Tom, where he just sends me the thing and I can just 
click upload. Oh, I've come on leaps and bounds if I'm getting a B like Tom. That's praise. Yeah, B like I, Tom. I am. Or in fact, Ed. Who I'm getting. Yeah. Well, yeah. Ed. Ed's the one who was yeah. like, maybe if we were all technically competent, this would be good. <laughs> and, and everyone was like, oh, I was just like, oh, I've been getting away with not being competent for ages, but I guess, I guess now we've got a new standard. I'm gonna have to rise to. <laughs> I just had a thought. Do I? Because I sent you the Chaos Knight one, like. A week and a half ago, and it, 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 it's just oh, well, in the, I've the definitely queue. forgotten that one. No, don't um, worry about it. Um, there's been stuff going out all the time. Do I need to re-record that? I might have to give that a listen and just yeah, double check. It'd be worth. It'd be worth double checking. Yeah. Because you could talk about points. I don't think I do really talk about points, and it doesn't really change much because Chaos likes the little ones more than the big. I ones think. Anyway. I think that's the thing. I think the instinct was already there, wasn't it, to head in that direction? I know. I know Lee was always only really even trying big nights because we kept going on about towering in the chat <laughs> yeah so, so thank you for letting us have a two minute diatribe there that is what the content channel is like where we just kind of talk about the stuff that's going on in the background really interesting for you all yeah you got fascinating insight into the inner workings of our yeah, smooth the, operation this is this is the machine the bang average machine <laughs> producing the bang average content <laughs> that you all love <laughs> I mean, obviously, you you know you you want an email address which is also linked to your other email address, so that you just have to trawl through everything you know all the time. Of course, yeah. I mean, you could make a folder, but I could. That's not how I work. Behind the so... scenes of Six Plus Plus is just an enormous Rube Goldberg machine. In the end, <laughs> it's just a little a little button that just presses uh, the enter on the uh, pu uh, publish button. It's, the... it's just it's just a hamster <laughs> spinning a wheel. Um, yeah. it, it depends like at hamster. the time who's doing it. Yeah. Right now, Chris is the one running in the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it sucks to be there. Yeah, yeah, it's a rough time. It's a rough time. Hello, well, Paint Celestine, by the way. Welcome. Um, sisters will get done. I really like the look of the sisters rule set, although actually Jamie Clifford, our very own Jamie Clifford, is getting very excited about sisters at the moment. And because I'm now a Votan main, um, I may yield that to him. But I'm going to do the sisters index I probably this week. I think it'd be good to do part one this week because th there's some really, really cool stuff in there. It's a really fun index. So, yeah, I'll try and get that done. There you are. Uh, sisters next week uh, for you. <laughs> confirmed live on the <laughs> internet for you there we are and everything i say i'm going to do happens that's one of the things that's, that's, that's why very, that's that's one of the things about me Tom, in one word reliable that is through and through guys consistent so i'm consistent as all hell consistently yep. reliable there oh consistent and reliable yep always have been always will be <laughs> okay brilliant right so that's police roundup we're gonna chat six plus plus invitational now because this was an absolute triumph this was down the road in wonderful bedford fine uk location um and this was put on for us by our very own davy little who'd been keen to dab a sort of dip a toe in putting an event on for a while um, and we got the idea that it'd be really nice to make it a six plus plus event um and i mean chris i don't know how much how much more involved with the process of setup with this were you were you were you and he sort of back and forth about this or was this I very much i had literally nothing to do with this amazing that's um, great <laughs> so yeah no davy yeah davy did absolutely everything um i mean might might be like the odd like a lot of reference or question but no he took full responsibility for um all of the organization and he said to me um right at the beginning of the day he was like Oh, it's a lot more hard work than I thought it would be. Um, and I think like, <laughs> at a, a tournament, you rock up and you're like, how hard can it be? You know, just 
get some people, get some boards, play the game. Yeah. And actually, there's a huge amount of um, behind the scenes work enormous that, uh, needed. And you know, we obviously we have Lewis and the team, and he's he runs the Saffron events, and he's kind of alluded to it before and how much it can take over your life. Um, and I think the fact that Davey um, was able to do that and, and run such a well thought out and organized event. Yeah, 100%. It's like, let's face it, when you do things for the first time, we've all been to tournaments, surely we know what a tournament should have. But things like these little touches, like the WhatsApp group where he's yeah. updating us there, all the, ref- the way he invested the extra money into refreshments and that sort yeah. of thing. Um, I thought he did an incredible job. Yeah, I completely agree. I think in terms of setup and organization, it was really, really good. He managed to reach out to a bunch of really nice groups so we had some players there from from vanguard from mind goblins from lethal dice a bunch of people from all around us as sort of extra players to kind of get our numbers up to a to a, a decent size rtt prize support was really nice there was some very nice beers on display for different people uh, the winners of different prizes and that kind of stuff so and yeah the whatsapp as you say was was, was very slickly organized so so well done davy uh, it sounds like Davy himself isn't going to be doing another one for a little while just because he's got other commitments coming up in his life. Um, that's what they're going to call it. They're going to call it other commitments. That's <laughs> he, 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 he told me. He told me in confidence, but I'm breaking the news live on air. Baby's child will be called other commitments. Little. Um, li- sorry, yeah, other, other commitments. Little. <laughs> I don't hate that, you know. I don't. I don't. I don't hate that. I think that's all right. Um, I, don't, I don't know if you guys have talked to him about it, but just to bring us back on track, I'll very quickly shout out some people who did help with the event before we get into it. Um, and if I've missed anyone, I'm so sorry. I had no part in organising this. This is just Davey talking to me when I was down. Uh, I believe uh, my nemesis, um, Lewis, was was helpful in getting things done, more on the yeah. logistic side. Paul Bridge um, obviously gave some prize support, uh, which... No spoilers, but went to uh, this guy. <laughs> um, so, so big fat thanks to Paul Bridge and also uh, Ashley as well, who supplied the terrain, which was really, yeah. really helpful. Yeah, David yeah. So didn't have to get hold of those. No, exactly. And the terrain, terrain and matters everything else. Like the chipping in on that obviously made it so much more possible. And we, we're, you know, we're not a team that have those assets to hand. So, for a bunch of other people who all run events to give us such a massive helping hand with setting one up, I think is it really speaks to the community, right? Because I think you'd be tempted to fall into thinking that's there's a bit of competition for space. There's a lot of events these days, but to have these lovely, friendly people just literally showing us how it's done, I think that's awesome. So, yeah, massive, massive thank you to those guys. Wonderful. Okay. Well, three games. I reckon we can rattle through three games in a half-decent time. It's going to make sense to go round by round. Um, so we're best introducing what everybody brought first. So do people want to just go through your list, a little bit about what your thought process was with this um, and what your sort of expectations or, or process was going into the event? If Maybe if we start with you, Jack, because yours is quite an interesting number. Yeah, so um, I brought the towel. Yeah, you did. Thought. Yeah, <laughs> like, you I, did. I, um, so uh, I did go over my list in detail on the... It, expanding empires mm-hmm. video so you can go watch that one and give that nice. video a view yeah you can see where i went through it the very um, best but, self-promotion in the world yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. um so just to go over it sort of briefly um it was uh shadow sun ornvar cold star commander um the big unit of crisis with the all the plasmas and shield generators um two sky rays uh and three stealth suits 
stealth battle suits units. Mm-hmm. Um, Sky rays were there for the Eldar matchup, basically, because basically everything flies in Eldar, um, so they're really they're really good for that. Um, mm-hmm. And then the Crisis unit was because I don't like Space Marines. <laughs> you don't want them to exist. No, I just don't want them to exist, and they didn't <laughs> exist. I also took a <laughs> I also took a big unit of broadsides. Um, I did just want to try them out because I've seen a lot of people. Um, uh, it's using them in their lists, um, and they were using the new UKTC terrain layouts at this mm-hmm. event. Um, so I really wanted to try them out on that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got good uh, good use out of them as well. Yeah, excellent. And what were your sort of, I guess, thoughts and expectations about Tau and, and what you'd be dealing with at an event like this? What what were you sort of pos- positive about? What were you negative about? Uh, well, Tau have a really big issue with anti-tank. Um, yeah. a lot of the time uh mm-hmm. they're pretty much their only options are rail guns um which is i think was why people go so heavy into the broadsides mm-hmm. okay um and there were a lot of knights at this event so i was concerned that it was going to be an uphill struggle um because i only have uh you know the the squares are good but they're not really designed for taking on knights and it's not really what they're there no, for. Cause they're not like prolonged shootout material are they either like if you don't no, drop no, one. They're, yeah they're okay they're just they're not incredible though um mm. so i was worried about that um cause I, but and i also just didn't want to deal with eldar I just, I just, <laughs> you know no one wants to deal with same eldar. same man <laughs> um, and the last thing i was concerned about was actually um your gsc uh because that's i saw you were taking them that's and fair. i couldn't really I mean, it's gsc but also uh i indexed so heavily into the like anti-tank and anti sort of space marine stuff i didn't have any like massed firepower to take yeah. out gsc so i was concerned that if i came up against that i was just going to be I no for wouldn't sure. have enough bullets to it's been it's it. been an, it's been an issue for tau the whole time i've played gsc actually because they, they often come specced for killing elite stuff and then yeah it's not that tau don't have the guns for gsc it's just that they don't typically bring them right because they've got to bring stuff for a, a bunch of other stuff that's more pressing so yeah that can definitely be an issue as a matchup Oh, you teleported! Sure. Amazing. <laughs> okay, great. Out there for a second. I don't know what happened there. That's literally never happened. But... No, no problem at all. Oh, we reorganised into a fitting order there. I think. Oh, have we? Nice. Oh, good. Okay, that's good. I'm happy with that. Um, wonderful. Okay, let's talk about your list, Ed. Oh, we've swapped around again. <laughs> Ed, what did you take? So. Um... Actually, Chris and I built my list live on stream. Oh. Go and check that out. It's in the live. <laughs> That's another, uh, another, vi- uh, another video. Yeah, a bit of promotion. That's the one yep. called un, uh, Unbalancing and um, and List Building. Uh, it's, a, it's an original idea that I came up with myself. Um, definitely didn't watch any content from some guys called Nart of Door or something. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what would um, they know? So, so this was very fresh and innovative and really smooth. Um, I think we had a great background for it and it, it looked great. So mm-hmm. if you want to see why we took some, well, I say we, why I took some of the units that I did, go and watch that. Um, but yeah, so my list was top to bottom. I had a, an Autark Waylaper because he's a lone operative. He gets me his AP. It's mm-hmm. you know just oh, good to so have. Good. Yeah, such he good eats around the board. He can do actions after advancing. He's just eighty points as a steal. He did have the Phoenix gem because I had twenty five points yes, spare. Yes, he did. And not to you know spoil anything, the f- this is the first time I've used any resurrect ability in forty k ever. Uh-huh. Like I, I've never played any factions that have it. And the first two games I played, he died, and I rolled a <laughs> one to resin. <laughs> Both games. I was like, sound. This is just. 
so he's just dead then. <laughs> love, love this rule. Feel great about that. Yeah. I definitely played like more risky with him because I had that. And I was like, oh, this will be fine. Wasn't fine. Wasn't yeah, that fine is that's always the risk with those. Is that yeah, you're like. Yeah, yeah could get back it up. was uh, it was not not my wisest choice. Then I had a, a farseer on foot, uh, joining no units because I'm a rebel without a cause. Uh, that was kind of just like a, I resent paying 110 points for a bodyguard unit. Uh, I didn't want to have to farm fake dice with guardians now that you're kind of limited on how many you can take. So I was like, fuck it, I won't play any uh, indirect. I think he died turn one or two. <laughs> In my first two games, so you know, maybe testing may have been. Yeah, I did think the foot first here was ambitious, but I mean, it it worked. It was a it was a bold choice, and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Someone's in the chat. Someone knows what I'm talking about. Uh, I had a spirit seer with uh, Fate's Messenger, which lets Mm -hmm. his unit flip a single die to a six after you roll it. That's a hit, um, super hit wound or save. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he goes in a unit with devastating wound guns. I'm sure that. Yeah, he, he he does. Yeah, he does. Especially Some now looks... you can only use one fake die per turn. He's like having a cheaty second fake die. That's it. With no like cost. Yeah. Uh, and they, he was really part of my MVPs. Uh, I had three fire prisms because they're just good and at 150 super, points. Super good. Yeah, I wasn't going to bring them, and then they got nerfed. And I was like, okay, now they're just too good instead of so good that I feel. Yeah. They gained like 30 points good. each, right? And they're I'd still, still take them at and like they're still amazing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. one fifty. Um, you know, shadow specters, which were pretty nice. Uh, I would have actually liked a second one. Two support ca- to support weapons with the D cannons. Two mm-hmm. warp spiders. Um, three wraith lords. Yes, um, very much because don't let your memes be dreams. And yeah, I absolutely. Enjoy using them. Yeah. And then a big brick of ten wraith guard, and I'm yeah. really looking forward to talking about turn three. Yes, Wraithguard yeah. are, are bloody, bloody good. Maybe as... the best melee unit in the game. They are. We, me and Ed were talking about it. They are, without a doubt, the best melee unit in 40k at this moment in time. Oh, yes. Um, what that says about 40k, I'll leave mm. you to decide. But they are they are <laughs> incredible. Want... It's, it's worth it. You're going to want to listen to Ed talking about how he uses them because there's some real tech and finesse play with these um, that's actually really, really cool. So, yeah, very, very exciting. And actually one of the coolest Eldar units, I think. Oh, yeah. I think it's funny. So, so Rob um, reminded me that I have been wanting to do a Wraith army for two editions, and it's kind of accident. I backed into it accidentally, um, which is nice. So <laughs> At just so the right cool. time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No. I, I looked at them when the, the ninth edition book came out, and I was like, the Wraiths yeah. aren't good here. No. Then I, I put the book down, and uh, now here I am with, you know, like 800 points worth of Wraith units. And uh, I have more that aren't fully painted just you know on the side here on the way ready to go be quite interesting to see what two tens was like if you had a 10 of the blades and a 10 of the i think i think you only take five of the blades um and you plunk them on an objective the way that i was using the wraith lords but yeah um, they can do that job right they're the same sort of cost as wraith lords a little more 170 as opposed to 160 they have no shooting they're comparably tough it depends what you're shooting at them Yeah. yeah Yeah. I, I prefer the Wraith Lords, but yeah, I thought the Wraith Lords were great. But we'll we'll, we'll get to those. We'll, we'll we'll talk about their role. For you were not the only Eldari player at this event. There was another, Chris. What did you take to this event? Why did you do it? Um, yeah, so... why did you do it? Why did, yeah. I do it? <laughs> why did you do it? I did. I've been playing Eldars for over a year now. Um, over a year now. Um, and I have a best list. Like I think is like what I really like. 
don't own all the models for it. It's like my TTS list. Mm -hmm. So what I wanted to do was take um, a bunch of stuff that I'd recently acquired and paint and um, paint them up and just you know save good units. But I also wanted to take some things that aren't really as talked about at the moment mm -hmm. and just to see what did I think like did they have the chance of earning a place I guess you could consider like let's say when Eldar next get hit in a few months and all the points go up on all the other stuff which everyone's using at the moment will uh like what else could take its place and what would kind yeah. of work get yeah, ahead of the game there's some units there that I in that book I really like um but they just aren't quite points efficient or you know whatever at the moment but they still are very good units i just wanted to give them a go um this this went through a variety of iterations but eventually i ended up on um a mix of as i said like the core stuff which you're obviously going to take if you want to just go to an event and also some extra stuff so i had the way leaper because 80 points for an extra cp and the loan operative is you're always going to take it mm -hmm. i did have initially the farseer and the guardians to protect the farseer yeah um i then thought well actually why don't you just take without the guardians to an event and see what happens mm -hmm. um what i noticed over these three games is actually how less important fake dice are now i ended up just not particularly caring about them a huge amount but okay cool i'll use this but the fastest response or you know role didn't have anywhere near as big an impact as i thought it would so interesting um i think what you do now is um give it the, give him the phoenix gem mm -hmm. so that if he dies to desolators then he can come back up and you can use him for another turn or yeah that's quite smart um i think that that is how i would do it now yeah um, make, make it a real resource sink for your opponent to go yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Or, that's, that's actually quite long, savvy yeah I like yeah that. um because the way leaper in theory potentially isn't dying and you don't really care that much if, it, he, dies, if he is dying you don't mind you've yeah. decided it's time right that's how yeah. it works yeah um so those are my two obvious choices then for the other characters i went for the incarn i'm still trying to work out do i want the incarn i find it so interesting some people like he's an auto take oh, they're amazing yeah. and has then to, has to be done it's so then, good and then you got Mikey from Hellstorm saying he should be like 350 points nah, and there's i'm like i played six games to fuck all. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we'll, we'll talk about her in depth. I think she's. she's oh, I, I love your card stories, man. I can't. Uh, wait. I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> um, so then I took two Phoenix Swords. So I took Fugan because Fugan's cool. Fugan has got a Melter Six plus D Six damage gun. Yes, and he gets does. up on a two up. He does. Um, and has six attacks, which are damage three. Yeah. And I'm just like. Oh, he is quite know. a little bowler. I'll give him that. He, he only moves, he doesn't move very far, but you know what? I was like, I'll do that. And then I also took Azurman, um, because Azurman was with 10 Dire Avengers, and I yeah. wanted to try that little package. It's quite an expensive package. You know, Azurman's 120, Dire Avengers 140, that's 260. But the idea behind this unit is that they sit near the middle, they go move out to the middle, they fire 33 lethal hits at your opponent, they look pretty. Then your opponent steps out, and then with Azumin, they overwatch for, for zero CP, yep. and you can overwatch somewhere else. Yep. And then your opponent goes, oh, I'm now going to kill them, and you go, oh, I'm going to phantasm away first behind this ruin, um, yes. and then I'm going to do the same thing again next turn. Yeah. If I must that, say, this is this is some proper Eldar bullshit that you cooked up, and I, I love it. I absolutely love it. And it's, it's, really, it's really handy, and um, it's I think you can kind of... I'll talk about my final game. Um, where it kind of 
they're a unit that I get it's so hard to quantify are you getting the points out of them when they're actually kind of controlling a part of the board they're not getting to do much but they're controlling a part of the board I, I think you I think you absolutely are yeah um so that's an interesting one to to think and it'll come up in a game or two um then i had two fire prisms um i had two hornets you know hornets are just ridiculous for their points still yet to fly over someone to drop a bomb though that's that <laughs> i then had the unit five range because i always have to have a screening unit two d cannons a viper two war walkers because i was interested to see like you know they are they are very good but are they good enough and I had two units of five warp spiders, which I believe at least two units are mandatory, um, in my opinion, because they are yeah. just so mission thing, and they were great in every game. Um, and I'll talk about that. But yeah, that's it. It was just a mix of stuff. Yeah. But obviously, elder it's, stuff. It's got well. it's got game, but there's a lot of like experimental flavor in there as well. I think exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I am going to publicly apologize live on stream to Chris's War Walkers. Thank you. Um, because Chris posted an in-progress photo of them in our chat, and I said a lot of horrible things about them um, because they are. The phrase was, "They look that looks horrific." <laughs> <laughs> not that I've got it. <laughs> uh, it's it's not the GW model. It's a it's a sculpt from elsewhere, and having seen it in person. It does work. It's very pretty. I just caught it on a bad day from a bad angle in a WhatsApp. Bad lighting. And through through some heat. And then people who know people who know me know that I'm prone to say things I shouldn't say in WhatsApp. And that was one of those days. So you have to you have to own it. You have to apologize. You've been uh, the big man there. Well done, Tom. Yeah. No, it's all right. I said I, I don't I didn't want to, didn't want that bad blood between us going no. forwards. I mean <laughs> I haven't really wanted to talk to you recently. But, no, I've noticed that. Yeah, it's been yeah. dead, dead quiet. Yeah. He never calls for games anymore. He's like, no, yeah. he slagged off my wall. He can burn the house. <laughs> ah, okay, great. And so, finally, I had um, I had Gene see the Colts for this one, and primarily the logic with this um, is was to practice it for our teams event that we're going to actually this coming weekend. Uh, because people who know the game know that the meta is in a slightly loopy place. I'm not a massive fan of this meta. I'm not a massive fan of the idea of traveling to places, like far away places to play games for it at the moment. I'm very happy to do local stuff, but I don't really fancy um, long journeys and such. And I was very much toying with dropping out of the team's event, but then I remembered that it's our team and it's our mates and I didn't want to let people down. So I said, I'm going to do it and I'm going to make sure I have some reps. I had played one game of GSC before this event. I played it with Ed. It was one of the most batshit games of 40k I've ever played in my entire life. So I knew that they were crazy, um, but I also wanted to try a few different things out. And in, in my case, this was Aberrance. Aberrance are my favorite GSC unit. I wanted a big slab of 10, uh, with a biophagus with a forward deploy with inscrutable cunning. So you can just shove 10 aberrants up the board somewhere and be like, deal with it. They're extremely tough these days. I had a second five with the abominant. And this is purely for my own entertainment because the abominant is just a guy with a big hammer. He's the big aberrant. He's the aberrant's aberrant. Um, he gets back up when he dies um, as well. Um, and they were most, I think I was in my head, I was like, I'll rapid ingress that little five and then they'll go and make trouble. And they're not very fast, Aberrant is the one issue with that with that plan. They, they didn't necessarily get to places, but it was fun to have a bunch of them on the board. I did almost bring 20. And then you're like, this is just so many points in little, <laughs> in little men with hammers. I can't justify. Um, I also wanted to try, I hadn't tried the um, the Jackal Bomb. This is the infamous GSC Jackal Bomb. You have uh, Atalan Jackals, Jackal Alphas in there, and you can run up, do mortals, shoot, move again, do some more mortals. It's quite funny. It's quite cute. 
you can have an enhancement to try and squeeze a third go round of mortals in there, but I didn't bring that. And then I had some of the good stuff as well. You got your neophytes. I had a, a few squads of those. I had a couple of squads of the demo charge acolytes, who are, are an extremely potent unit, but one I'm still. It's like learning to use a grenade. Basically, I've got no idea still at the moment. Like it's, it's the application felt difficult, but it's a clearly a phenomenally powerful unit. And I had a whole bunch of supporting characters. So Reductor Saboteur, Primus, Nexos. The Nexos is obviously an MVP with lots of free CP use and helping to move blips around. The Acolyte, Acolyte Icon Ward, who gives a feel no pain to a unit and again can relocate a blip. Um, and I did leave a couple of the key tech pieces at home. I think a big one um, is the Clamavus for GSC, which has a big deep, stri- deep strike screening aura, which I think is essential if you're playing like super, super serious GSC. And boy, will there be a game in today's recount where I wished I had a Clamavus, but we'll get to that a little bit later. Um, and yeah, I think GSC are an army right now where the optimal list doesn't look very nice. It's just troops for days, I suspect. I think that's what it would be, Acolytes, Neophytes. All the fun stuff is is basically indulgence and flavor. GSC are extremely strong. Um, and I was curious to see how that played into this field. Um, there were a few lists I was quite concerned about. I played most of them. Um, so it's going to be quite fun to to recount that as we get through it. But let's let's start with you guys. If we go for round one, um, and maybe if we start with you, Chris, what did you draw for your round one? So I played Ben's Tyranids. Um, ben oh, Ben's one of the founding fathers. He is. But, yeah. Um, he doesn't play as much these days. He finds tournaments quite stressful. So it was nice to see him. I it was lovely to see him. Yeah. Um, uh, he plays his first game of tenth the day before in Italy. Um, and smash these chaos knights. Um, and the way this um, mission was like the search and destroy corners, like the map, there wasn't really that great uh, hiding spot. And he had a lot of shooting. Um, so I couldn't really push forward in my deployment. I kind of had to hide as best I could. I did my classic Chris thing of thinking kind of cleverly, but they're not actually fully enacting it out. So, for example, <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll, um, so I was really worried about turn one if he went first. So I was like, right, I'll put this wall walker on the edge of my deployment zone. And then it's got scout move eight, so I just pre pre move it mm. to the um, to behind this ruin over there. Um, and then I'll hide this hornet behind this cover, and it's all fine. And then Ben got first turn. I was like, okay, right, this is fine. And then I went to move the wall walker. I was like, ah, eight inches doesn't actually get me behind that ruin. Um, ah. <laughs> I find that with scout moves all the time. You're like, I assumed ah. this would help me. It's then, not helping. <laughs> and then he's going to move his exocrine slightly, and you can see the tip of the horn, which is sticking around on the cover where I haven't pre measured how far he can see. And then he's thinking of charging his gene steers across this D cannon where I've half screened it with rangers, but not really properly done the job. I'm like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> anyway, Ben was um, basically because my rangers can move when someone moves in. The gene steers weren't able to. He basically was put off about trying to get to my D cannon, which was quite good. He had a load of shootings. He had three exocrines, a barbed hydro, two units of six zone throats, um, and then like gene steers and quads and that. Um, and in turn one, he was able to drop the war walker and the hornet that were basically there with fodder. Mm-hmm. I then hit back and killed two exocrines in my shooting. Um, phase, which was, you know, I've lost four bright lances, so I was pretty happy with that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, my warp spiders um, were able to kind of fly 24, claim some gauntlets from objective to get a point, and then fire and fade into um, into cover. That's beautiful. The full warp spider experience, right? It was glorious. Is that is that the most reach you've ever had in terms of? I I can't think of anything that covers that ground. Two CP for thirty. Yeah, I think eight Harlequins had a double move where they could get not far off, not far off that they could go like thirty-two. Well, yeah, you know, (laughs) you know, know, where yeah, they did whatever the hell they wanted from the back of the vaults. (laughs) I never had to play against that, and I'm very glad. It was um, it was like a nice combo, um, and then the incarn turn two because failed fortune turn one. Obviously, incarn. Here we go. Here, we, Here we go. Warm up. Get ready. A juicy Maliceptor um, in the middle on like five wounds, and I'm like, right, let's go, incarn. How could you possibly fail this after I've got the barbed hydra on turn two? Um, three damage. She did three damage to the Maliceptor. And I was like, good, excellent, right? Well, this is less than ideal. Um, she then was able to teleport to safety in turn three, had another crack at the Maliceptor. So she did three damage in turn two. She did 22 damage in <laughs> turn three to the same um, Maliceptor. She only had two wounds left. We had exactly that when you attacked my Talos with her as well, right? It was like the first time yeah. nothing, the second time both dead. Like. I was like, good, excellent. Um, we only got to play three turns, um, but um, uh, it was at the time 66-41 to me, and we were just like, yeah, yeah that's fine. Strong, um, strong, strong. So, yeah. uh, because I was able to kill the big bugs. I was really impressed with Zone, with his Zone tropes. Um, mm. Not so much the good the single shot, but it was the other shot. Like, that's okay. just, they just... Yeah, because they're like strength seven, blast, D three damage. Oh yeah, that's that's nice. Yeah, that's nice into a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, it was, it was cool. Um, so that's quite nice to, to see the Tyranids. Um, but yeah, I just my mission. I have enough mission playing units that on that map would go score their objectives and stuff. And he he didn't quite have the maneuverability to get around and yes. hurt me as much. So yeah, that was a sixty-six forty-one win, which put me as the lowest winner <laughs> out of everyone. I was just gonna call you out for that. I didn't realise you only played three rounds. Uh, so Did you assume we'd done it know, on purpose? <laughs> well, so for anyone who doesn't know, we played, um, you know, score in brackets. So the top yes. score versus the top score. So Chris has had a cheeky submarine there. Yeah, he's had a little submarine. I, well, I'll split for you now. I paired down in every single round. <laughs> <laughs> By design, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Absolutely. Like... I played the system and, well, we'll see how it turns out. <laughs> Just waiting for David's video, uh, the expose. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I, I was watching your game when those uh, zone throws opened up on the uh, Dire Avengers, and um, they were very impressive. But I, I do think the their sort of effectiveness was maybe a bit overblown by you failing four three up involves in a row. Oh, no, nice. Azuman. Oh, yeah, was that yeah. Azuman? Yeah. With a three up involves. Right, right, failed it. Okay, right. Uh, more your damage. Okay, right. I failed that one. Okay. Um, well, I failed that one. CP reroll. Right. Okay. We're still in. <laughs> oh, no. He's dead. <laughs> Thanks so much. Uh, three up in runs, man. What are they like? Eldrad yeah, always man. used to fall over for me as well. Never, never manages to take a bit hit. Okay. Very nice. Well, we will move over to Taolan. Jack, what did you get round one? 
Uh, I was against Paul Bridge. The, um, the Paul Bridge of the, Vanguard. The Tactics. Paul Bridge. The Paul Bridge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so he was playing his Space Marines. Uh, he was actually playing Ultramarines because mm-hmm. uh, he had uh, Gulliman in there. Um, so yeah, Gulliman, he had Uriel Ventress, Master of the Fleet, mm-hmm. uh, and a Primaris Librarian. Um, the Librarian had the Bowl Discipline thing. He was in a big unit of 10 Des- Desolators. Um, mm-hmm. And then Uriel Ventress was in a unit of um, uh, Sternguard. Okay. Uh, then they were using the deep strike in thing, the Euro Ventress's special data sheet ability. Right, okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there was uh, that unit of Stone Guard, a second unit of Stone Guard, uh, a repulsor with two units of eradicators in there, mm-hmm. um, three, uh, two inceptor units, um, uh, an infiltrator squad just sat in the corner, um, and that's the big desolation unit. Um, Interestingly, the Stern Guard units had the combi weapons, not the. Uh, I'm not sure what the other gun is called, but the one that you kind of see that a bit more often because it does. It's um, it's just extra shots. Oh like yeah. Infantry two plus. Me and me and Ed had this discussion when we reviewed it, and I think like Paul, I was drawn towards the combi weapon. But it's anti-infantry four plus. Yeah, you're like wow, that's devastating amazing. But, wounds. But then Ed, ever the pragmatist, was like, no, but this, this, and this. And I'm like, yeah, let's be fair, that does sound. Have you considered more shots? That does eminent sound eminently better, actually. Yeah, yeah interesting. Yeah. So he immediately got drawn against an all vehicle army. Yeah, um, so <laughs> yeah. that, that wasn't uh, that didn't work out too well for him, unfortunately. No. Um, so uh, yeah, I went um, tactical objectives for this one. I, I don't really like tactical objectives, but mm. I went. I made a point to myself to do it for every game, because I just wanted to make sure I just get reps into it, try it, see what, oh, what I cool. like, what I like, what I don't like about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so, as Chris mentioned, the board is quite open, and there's like two big bits in the middle around the center objective, and then way further back, like in the corners and the deployment zones, there's like another big bit. But yeah. Other than that, it's just kind of like a. It was a wood, effectively. It was a, a vent, so it was a wood, uh, and some bits around the board. But you had to go through quite a large open area of the board. Completely agree. Yeah, the boards. This one was actually better than I think the the later two maps, but it was it was still pretty open. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, Paul had his desolators in the back in the back ruin, and then Gilliman, the repulsor, and some of the stern guard in the front ruin, and then his infiltrators on the side and objective. Um, I put a ghost kill on the opposite side, and then. We just sat across from each other and didn't do it. Um, but I did set really far back. I think it sat too far back. Um, I have a unit of breaches in the Devilfish, and they didn't do anything because I drew the card. Hold the center. Cool. I can't get anything on the center in the first turn. We <laughs> deployed so uh, conservatively because I was worried about the Desolators. Um, uh, so that's just a, a learning point for me. Um, mm. Probably just make sure I push. Uh, make sure I'm available to be in the center of the yeah, board a bit completely. earlier than that. Completely. Just send a unit of warp spiders. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, just, you know, just, yeah, just do, just do elf things. Yeah, yeah. Well, crisis can go thirty, so you know, get <laughs> yeah, just, just throw um, away your crisis brick turn yeah, one, dude. Exactly. <laughs> um, the crisis, um, so in my point, I had basically had everything in the back room. Um, goes goes out, and I had the crisis and the broadsides in reserve. Um, I reserved all of them. But I reserved both of them in all my games, as well as two stealth suit units, and I did that all my games just uh, as a sort of learning experiment. Um, so we did nothing on turn one, basically. I think I did. I think I literally did nothing on turn one. Um, he moved forward and killed like the breacher unit, basically. Mm-hmm. Ah, apart from one dude, he didn't kill one guy, which was was important later because he went on the objective <laughs> and he did the cleanse objective, oh, the cleanse hero. secondary mission. You love it. Um, and then he did die to an inceptor driving up to his not an inceptor, a repulsor <laughs> driving up his face. Was that scene from? Uh, 
Saving Private Ryan, where he's shooting the gun at the. Oh yeah, the yeah. I think, what, I think that's what it's from. Like yeah, the yeah, yeah, massacre yeah. in the Tiananmen Square. Never forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, exactly. light. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Heavy stuff. Heavy stuff. Okay, um, so <laughs> the crisis unit came down um, with exemplar. Forward, uh, put one stern guard on the other side of the ruin, just to get, just to put a guy in the objective in the center. So by shooting that one guy, twenty-two plasma shots with sustained two into them, that smoked the whole unit. Um, and then the eradicators that tried to kill the ghost kill. Ghost kill was way too tough. Three shots. I think it's four shots from eradicators you get, because ghost kills can um, just turn two shots to damage zero. It's just not enough to, to get through them. Mm. Um, so they ended up getting shot off by broadsides that came on from reserve. Um, and then from that point, uh, because the crisis unit was just out in the open because the ball was so open, the desolators came out with their crack super cracks, uh, by yeah. everything at the crisis and killed i think it was three crisis suits mm -hmm. uh, i just rolled really hot on the invul saves for the for the, for the crack guns um nice and then uh, i did a bit of damage back and the problem was because there's so few units in um in paul's list he had to mm. uh and because i'm all vehicles uh, he ended up having to deep strike the stern guard onto his home objective when he brought the desolators out ah and there's what one two there's like three big units in his list and then it's just like double eradicator and some inceptors Mm. Um, and so you kind of by turn two three he basically had nothing left apart from the desolators so i was yeah. able to just put units into them um and when the inceptors came down the skyries came into their own because they can overwatch on the sixes with full rerolls and on the secondary weapons as well and so i was able to take them off oh that's really nice yeah um so that was um really good and it just uh it just ran out of resources really quickly yeah um and stuff, my stuff wasn't just wasn't dying. Um, Gulliman mm. ran out, made a, a hero play, killed a broadside, tried to go for Shadow Sun. I killed him <laughs> on the Overwatch. Got up, <laughs> I killed him. I killed him again. Like, <laughs> like, it was just it was a nightmare. Oh, so um, good. But he just kept passing these four up involves, and I was just like yeah. firing railguns at him and not rolling devastating <laughs> wounds. And I was like, why can't I just turn this into an auto six? It'd be so much easier. Yeah. But, you know, it was. It was uh, I did eventually get him down, and I and the turn I got him down, um, he charged onto my home objective, and I got the uh, get an enemy off the home off one off an objective card, mm. uh, or kill an enemy on an objective card, and assassination. So that was a big chunk of points in the last turn. Oh uh, great! And then to top it off, um, Paul totally whiffed killing my hammerhead in the last turn, so I got the extra four points for the primary, which was the one for killing more. You get four points for killing yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was big um, in that game. Yeah. yeah, which resulted in a three point win. Um, for me, um, fantastic. But uh, I had a funny discussion with Paul after the game. He was saying, oh, "That crisis unit is so good. It takes so much punishment. I, I had to throw so much at it." Um, he shot it one time with one desolate unit and used <laughs> one strat on it, which made it free. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and he killed half the unit. Uh, yeah, yeah, infantry yeah. Shooting, basically. Yeah. I, uh, I, I one tapped it with a unit half its cost and only killed most of yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> so much resources I had to invest. In this crisis yeah. That's like, yeah. a 9th edition brain, though, right? Because you're just like, oh, I pointed one unit at a thing and it's not dead. Holy yeah, shit. yeah. What, what the hell's going on? That's, yeah. just, that's just Marine players, like, they're spoiled from brain yeah. rot. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Coming from Tau shooting. Yeah. 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 Oh, I know man. it's not so amazing in 10th edition, but like. Sounds like it's still doing yeah, some work. Depends. Though. Depends who you ask, really. What, what yeah. unit you ask, really? That, <laughs> that crisis unit. Um, the broadsides didn't really do anything in this game, but the crisis unit just absolutely just demolished that yeah. uh, unit of of Stone God. Like, it, 
I think I got I think I got like twenty eight hits off twenty two <laughs> shots. No, nice. and then twos rerolling ones. It's like okay, oh, so have twenty eight AP four ignore covers or AP three ignore cover shots. It's, yeah, it just died. That, that was a good shooting. It's unit. really good. I mean, that's a good scalp as well, right? Paul's a good player. So I think that for, yeah, for round he, one, that's a tough draw. He roasted me the last time uh, Last time I played him, so it was good to get revenge. Though. Ah, nice. Yeah, it's important to keep him in his place. Keep what was he saying? Your shoes are shit. <laughs> oh, <dress>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, he, he beat me. Like, oh, God, we're not, we're not being nice to each I, other I, today. I can't I don't imagine know, Paul <laughs> roasting anyone. He's no, no. too friendly. See, <laughs> now, I'm really, now I'm really self-conscious because I need new trainers and my ones are really shit oh, really like mine, yeah they're mine, really ready so i'm like did he see like. my trainers like, mine are <laughs> mine are mine are honestly falling apart but i don't i don't think ed's been paying any attention to anyone's I, shoes no 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 that was just like you know the the, the, the go-to one of those yeah. um, <laughs> while we're on the subject um i have thrown away my shoes that i've been wearing because i just got some cheap ones because they're plain black i needed them for the work and uh, the sole had worn away. So it wasn't like it hadn't worn through, but it was flat. And I was walking through town with my partner last weekend, I think it must have been like Saturday, just gone, something along those lines. And it had been raining. And I had to keep walking on the road because just all the, the <laughs> yeah, all the, uh, no the slabs. Yeah, no, I was just <laughs> slipping around. Just, <laughs> I'm going to get rid of those. <laughs> <laughs> Fully just fuming at myself. Yeah, okay. that's that's the classic when the shoe is like, I am actually, yeah. I'm giving up on you now. It's over. Like, it's, you know, the time to get rid of it was way, way back, but I'm actually just genuinely falling apart. Okay, um, I'm going to do my round next just so we keep the um, keep space in the elves out for a variety of factions. So, I got Orcs. I got Ben Piddington's Orcs. I've played Ben Piddington before. Orcs, if anyone has followed my GSC adventures of the last couple of years, absolutely flatten me every time I play them with GSC. They run over, they take up all the space, and they destroy me. Oh, Ed has a, Ed has a I, point. Because I've been thinking about GSC today, because my brother's interested in playing them. Okay. I think I have a tech answer for you. Okay. You take a character with the yep. forward deploy, yep. and you put him in a block of 20 models. And just and string it. if you it. string them out, that covers 55 inches of space. Yes. Um, That's a lot of space. <laughs> yeah. I, I, the massive 20 Neo forward deploy string is something I'm aware of. Mm. It's not necessarily something I want to do. But that you would have the floor of them, and that, it comes back. That would absolutely do it, wouldn't it? That yeah. would that would certainly that would certainly do it. But so the situation with this is quite a straightforward one. I think it, at the moment GSC are obviously much more overtuned, so they probably have a better game into orcs than they normally would. But the issue is that orcs can very happily um, spring forward and basically cover the entire board um, in turn two. At which point, actually dropping in things is very difficult even for your first wave, much less stuff that's regenerating. Um, and finding space for blips at all to bring stuff back is also very, very dangerous, right? So there's a risk with this that you end up with just nowhere to be on the board whatsoever. Um, and so I forward deployed the Aberrants out on a flank on one objective, and then I put literally just the little five-man with the Abominant as a willing sacrifice at the edge of my deployment zone. And then I basically kept most of my army on the board and shoved it behind that in a sort of when they come and they will come, we shoot them on the ground rather than dropping in. Because um, you've got ways to go back in reserves and drop up. And I was kind of like, a, the bet, sensible thing is to clear as much space as I can and then drop into other places later on. And Ben gets first turn and hits full send and about 120 boys come running in. And I think 
essentially, I was talking with Jack Tight about this. It was worth saying, yeah, shout out to Jack Tight for just coming and just floating around the event like a lovely, yeah. wise Gandalf offering just, his, just offering his wisdoms like, oh, to people. So nice. This is how he knows everybody because he's just like, I'm, I'm not even playing. I'm going to come and hover around. Um, maybe, maybe he wants us to invite him to the next one. I think maybe that was a, a subtle, a subtle hint. Then he'd so. just say no, right? Just, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's the Giga Chat move, right? Yeah, like, yeah. No, 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 no chance. <laughs> yeah. So we were discussing it afterwards, and Ben had, I think, twenty Storm Boys. It might have been more. And the play there is you bring those central, and then in the turn two they fly to all the corners I could possibly put blips in, and then it, then mm. it's, then it's Jenga. And that's what I was worried about going into the game. Like if the Storm Boys just take the turn and then go, there is literally nowhere on the board I can realistically put the blips because he's filled up all the space. But he sent them up the flank into the 10 brick of aberrants that I'd forward deployed up on the side, which I think he should have just completely ignored, to be honest. I'd have just whacked my whole main army, dealt with them later because they're slow and they, they can kill stuff, but they're not going to affect enough of the board. Um, and so... They got stuck in the Aberrants. It's worth saying, five Aberrants and the Abominant took about 40 Orc boys to the face and were still alive. They just are so durable at T6 and and with the four-up fear and no pain. Orcs do not like them at all. Uh, And the Storm boys just got gradually killed off by the Aberrant brick on the other side. So it just became a bit of an attritional one, which did mean that as I lost stuff, and I did lose a lot of stuff on the front line, he wasn't able to get far enough into the back lines to stop stuff then beginning to do the brand new GSC bullshit of just chaining back up the board, carrying on shooting. And I think I nicked his back objective with a Primus and some demo charges um, because the cards demanded it. Um, and then he he ran out of puff, essentially. He'd, he'd killed lots of stuff. He'd taken a lot of casualties from the sort of counterattack that I'd set up for him. Um, and so, yeah, he got worn down by attrition. So the GSC took it in the end, but that was it was a scary scary game that was definitely one of the lists i absolutely did not want to face but it's worth saying ben was lovely we have a lot of fun when we play i played him a few times now and it was an extremely funny game right back to eldar land ed what did you have round one sir we're an hour in so i'm going to keep this fairly brief um <laughs> you know just just for the sake of uh i played joe waddock uh waddock i think waddock. It, yeah, waddock. yeah so apologies for butchering your name uh he was he was lovely he was my vote for for sportsmanship out of all the games we played, he was playing Grey Knights and he was playing three Terminator Bricks with characters, a couple of librarians that shit out mortal wounds everywhere. He had a Grand Master for um, doing a free stratagem and coming in turn one with a deep strike. Then he had some strikes, some Inceptors who can fire and fade. Um, Scrivo says in the chat, outrageous that I give him uh, sportsmanship. The way we were talking to each other, we shouldn't be giving each other sportsmanship. We should maybe <laughs> be giving each other like elocution lessons like maybe this is what you don't do anyway back on track um yeah so he just had loads of, he had a couple of dread knights as well he uh he bounced around the board and he uh he you know didn't kill anything because i looked at his yeah. list and i was like so the, the top strength of all of your output is 10 mm. he's like yeah that's right and i was like cool my wraith lords are t11 mm. he said yeah that's right and i said they have a two-up save it's like yeah that's that's pretty much it so um <laughs> Having having played now quite a few good players with very glass cannon lists, I've come to realize the lower the toughness of your army, the more aggressively you should play with it. So turn one just yeeted a fire prism up the board, got an angle, killed a dread knight, killed some incidental stuff, just you know, ping shots through the uh, the linked fire. Mm-hmm. 
Remember when people lost their shit about that back in ninth edition, and then you never saw fire prisms. No one uh, ever used it once until. Now. Turns out now that it's not a stratagem, it's a yeah, dangerous ability. It's cracked out of its goddamn yeah, mind. Yeah, they have certainly found so a way good. to make that extremely yeah. good, haven't they? All you need to do it is, pa is pair it with two hit and two wound rerolls. Yeah. Um, although... Is it damage six the gun as yeah. well? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty consistent. It's not bad. It's so good. The, the and then it has, a blast, it has a blast six. mode as well. Yeah, I know it does. The thing that gets me is that you don't even need line of sight to the other prisms. It's a yeah, prism. yeah. It's yeah. light. Why is yeah. it bending around walls? <laughs> yeah. No, no, you do, you do have to. Oh, right. So, as in, like, the actual prism bit of the model, as you mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, that might be slightly more abstract or less abstraction than, than works in the game. But do you, I, okay, oh, do you okay. actually need line of sight to another? They do, yeah, they, they do have to see each oh, other okay. to chain off, but you can Come chain on, from one to another. are very right. fair. We have limitations right, okay. to our That's bullshit. my misunderstanding. Uh, like warp spiders, they can normal move 24 inches, but they can't advance or charge afterwards. It's really very fair. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, the, the long and short of it is he played it very well and had me actually quite scared in the first couple of rounds. Uh, he, his Vindicare Assassin sniped my Spirits here, which is very sad. That is sad. That means, yeah, it actually turns out in this matchup it was good because <laughs> it gives... <laughs> so oh, yeah. you, get lethal, you get lethal hits when you've got the Spirits here in the squad, which means if you Overwatch with it, you can't do fake dice shenanigans. Ah, uh, that is true. So yeah, so suddenly it was, there was just an 18-inch bubble of like, oh, if you come here, I will do use fake dice, and I will just splat you when you come in. Sorry, yeah, not yeah. sorry. Um, so that was fine. He took my home objective on like turn two or three, and I had a moment of like, because I at this point I had taken the entire middle of the board. I had like wraith lords in the center. I had fast shit in each corner, and I looked at it. I was like, I don't think my home objective matters at all. I think I'm going to let you have that. And then he just had about four or 500 points on my deployment zone. And at the end of the game, he still had a big brick of Terminators there that I was not interested in interacting with while everything else was dead. Um, so that was that was good. But great game. Really lovely guy. Enjoyed playing him. Um, lovely team. I've played one of his teams before. Toys of Mass Destruction. Just oh, yeah, they're good guys. Only good things to say about them. So uh, mm -hmm. great first round. Really enjoyed it. And it was it was really fun to see. Grey Knights are such a fun army. Mm. If they had a little bit more damage, I think they'd be great. As it is, yeah. They're and they're they're, pricey, they're pricey, aren't they? They don't get a ton of stuff on the board. Yeah, and we mm. we were talking about it, and he, he convinced me maybe it's not the right call, but I would almost like to see just like a um, a valiant. And you just go, this is the thing that scores me primary while everything else bounces around the board. Because oh, interesting. really struggle with primary because you pick up models at the end of your opponent's movement phase, uh, sorry, turn, and then come yeah, down to the end of your yeah, movement yeah, phase. Yeah. And then you go, oh, I've got nothing on objectives. This is, uh, yeah. So yeah, maybe a big knight would, would help with that. Yeah. But yeah no, good times. Nice. And um, that I shouldn't have been concerned because by the end of the game, got 100 because tactical objectives are just fantastic for Elder. I play tactical objectives every game. I'm really enjoying them. I really like got, them. I if really you've like got them. the tools to to use them, they feel great. Uh, it's yeah. very rare if you've got an army that can abuse them that it feels like you get a dead draw. It does yeah. happen occasionally. But it's always are... the case with elves of any flavor. I'm mean, have it the same with Drakari. Yeah. You're just so well equipped to score any of those. That's the yeah. thing. Um, so it's not the same for all armies. I can see why Tau, with, who often need to be careful with the bits of the board they're in, mm. they don't necessarily yeah. want to do whatever card win they get you know <laughs> we'll come on to that later yeah <laughs> i look forward to it i look forward to it okay so round two round two 
because it's funny and because I know he's in the chat, I'm going to bounce it back to Ed immediately because I know who Ed got and I want to hear him describe this round. Go on, Ed. Who so, did Manchester. through the process. <laughs> Manchester, round two. I've just come off playing Alex Petford's Dark Angels. Yeah. I lost. It was a tight game and I ruined his run at the top cut. So I was happy with that. We had a good time. Yeah. And my reward for that, playing Dark Angels at the height of fucking Dark Angels with Desolation Marines, was I played into Scrivo, my teammate, and it was the first time we'd met, really. And uh, he was playing fucking Dark Angels with Desolation Marines. Yes, he was. When I saw my round two pairing here, I thought I was having a stroke. I like, <laughs> Dark Angels with Desolation Marines? Scrivo, round two! Um, so, yeah, that was the running back. Um, and this time I was maybe... I, d I don't know, more friendly, less friendly. I did say to him before we start the game, uh, I'm going in dry. There was, there was <laughs> yeah, definitely some, that. some yeah. banter going on yeah. before the game, yeah. uh, which was which was good. We had a you know a good bit of a good bit of chat before the game, um, but yeah, it was the end to end horrendous banter. Yeah, no, it was pretty horrendous. Uh, it was the the end to end hammer and anvil deployment, so it was quite a long setup. Yeah, this was a different kind of mission, mm. really, wasn't it? I, we've not played a lot of hammer and anvil in recent times, so it's it's mm. funny having that and all the things that means back in our lives. Yeah. Yeah, so he was playing 15 Desolation Marines, yes, and then a casual, Repulsor, casual a 15. Whirlwind as well, because more non-line of sight. God, who would run non-line of sight shooting? Only <laughs> dickheads. I definitely didn't have any in my list, um, moving yeah. on swiftly. It's a coward's weapon. Yeah, yeah. Real absolutely. men jump out of holes with never-ending men. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Real, real men have line of sight yeah. shooting. Real men come in three away three with three units that can never die. <laughs> Because that's fair and balanced. Yeah, oh, as, the game's the game's in a terrific state. <laughs> yeah, oh, we've got a T Swift fan in the chat. Love it. Um, <laughs> perfect. Yeah. So that was the uh, that was the basic setup there. So we were we were playing a hammer and anvil round two. What was the mission? I think it was um, just like hold stuff in the middle. Wasn't yeah, it? hold three. Yeah, hold one, no, two, three. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. So it was something that I felt quite confident going in. I've got a very tanky army, so I figured, you know, that'll be fine. Shouldn't yeah. be a problem at all. Um, and I just started doing my bullshit, which was uh, I deployed as much on the line as possible, but behind, behind walls. Mm -hmm. uh, Scrivo went first. He killed my Farseer. Oh, he drew Assassinate <laughs> on his card. And then killed, <laughs> Amazing. Killed my Farseer turn one. I was like, mm, I didn't plan for this. I was thinking about putting in reserve. And I was like, no, this is fine. He's so far back. It's yeah, just yeah. the Venga launchers and the uh, the whirlwind. That can oh reach him. wow! Oh yeah, the, the fucking yeah, whirlwind I, I had, can. I hadn't. I hadn't thought about the whirlwind. Um, <laughs> There was a little bit of like, if I put him down, maybe that baits him into shooting that. And so I was really concerned he was going to shoot into my big brick of Wraith Guard. Um, and he didn't with the non line of sight. Turns out that didn't matter. But um, <laughs> yeah, oh God, that was a concern. Anyway, so that was <laughs> the setup there. He, th he also shot his Castellan launchers into one of my Wraith Lords, who and he did three wounds. And then I rolled a triple one for my saves. So I was like, sound. Great start for this game. Yeah, loving my life. <laughs> Having a good time. Um, so that was that was fine. And then my turn one, I just get out onto the point. I moved a fire prism up so I could absolutely melt his Vindicar Assassin because after losing my spirits here in game one, I was like, ah, not happening. Um, still, still happened. Still lost the spirits here very early, but that's mm. because the whole squad died. And I, <laughs> I, 
Did Sorry. they, Ed, by any chance, did they meet Azrael and the Hellblasters? Did that happen? Yeah. In sweet Jesus Christ. This unit yeah. is insane. It pumps out some numbers. So yeah. I I used a five on my fake die. Uh, tactical gaming here, using fake dice for things <laughs> other than mortal wounds. Yeah. And I ran my Wraith card up the side of the board, sat them on an objective, and moved them up 11 inches. Mm-hmm. Boom. Great stuff. Then it came into uh, Scriver's turn. He decided, I'm going to put the Hellblasters here. And he was very, you know, he's measuring it out uh, fastidiously. He was like, cool. So I'm over 18 inches away so they can't shoot back. Because for anyone who doesn't know, that's what Wraithguard do. Oh, boy. Do Once they. per battle round, when you hit, attack them, and it doesn't say like shoot or fight, I think it just says no, attack. It just says um, attack. They get to make a, an attack back, and it's not at the thing that shot them. It's just anything and, in range. And it's not any penalty either. It's yeah, just yeah. the whole unit just shoots its guns. So it's he's, incredible. He's, he's measuring out, and he's like, yeah, cool. There's this little six-inch window. Duh, 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 duh. Great, 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 great. Really happy about this. Uh, and then I went, oh, hold on. Have you remembered <laughs> that I can phantasm? <laughs> yeah. um, and he's like, oh. So you, then you'll be in range of me. I was like, yes. Uh, he goes, is there anything I can do about that? I said, mm, no. Literally um, no with a 24-inch range. There's no yeah, way like, you, you can, can do it. You can stand behind a wall, but you know that's all you get. Um, so I was like, <laughs> fine. I'll do it anyway. And I was like, yes, Big damn hero. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. This, is, this is going perfectly according to plan. This yeah. unit is so lethal. Anyway. <laughs> so he... Uh, he, you know, finishes movement phase. I phantasm aggressively forwards because that is just the thing to do with That's this. That's actually how Eldar are pr- primarily using it at the moment. Especially like, with this grip. A lot of aggressive play yeah. with it. Yeah. Um, so I'd, I'd, I'd run like the basic numbers in my head, and I was like, I know they they do a lot. I mean, they kill probably like five here, and I think I'm okay with that. Uh, no. So <laughs> he shot the Hellblasters, killed eight, shot Azrael, shot the Hellblasters that died, and yeah. I think killed another one or something along those lines. And I got to shoot like one model back, and I think I maybe killed a singular Hellblaster. I was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> At this point, he could see just like the fear in my eyes, because this yeah. is a this is like a 400-point unit. Yeah, that is brick a... is not meant to die, right? Yeah. It is a keystone to my list. Mm. Um, so at this point, you know, I was like, oh, well, I've got to really pull something out my ass then, haven't I? Um, fortunately, because he'd put all the shooting into that, there wasn't much shooting going elsewhere. So, like, one of my Wraith Lords got a bit dinged up or something. It wasn't, you know, too much. Um, and then it came into my turn, and I fired three fire prisms into the repulsor that he had exposed didn't really do anything uh i'd managed to get yeah i rolled so poorly double hit roll uh double hit re-roll double wound re-roll should be really good especially when it's like threes and threes nah i i don't know what it was should be just happening right (laughs) i I never complain about dice and this was just like i don't know what was happening i was rolling like ones into ones it was it was absolutely brutal i was really concerned uh and then i was like oh god i don't know what i'm gonna do um and then Rob turned around, who was playing behind me, and apparently every time Rob watches one of Scrivo's games, it goes wrong for him. So at that <laughs> point, I was like firing non-line of sight D cannon into a repulsor, uh, and I rolled like I think I rolled two sixes or I rolled a six and I fake diced another six. And I was like, oh, cool. No, that was it. I rolled two sixes, um, and I was like, oh, cool. So the repulsor had ten or eleven wounds remaining, whatever it was. I was like, oh, cool. So then I just rolled my first bit of damage. I rolled a three. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to take this five for my fake dice. And that kills the repulsor. 
So I have been saved. <laughs> Basically, Kaboom. yeah. Rob turned around. Scrivo's luck completely went in the floor, and yeah. uh, the repulsor died after you know I was because that was like the last thing I could shoot at it. I shot my two wraith lords with bright yeah. lances as well. You've got, you've got that sinking feeling that it's actually going to be coming back at you, and that's not good. Yeah, it was it was pretty pretty rough up until that point. But um, in all that distraction, I'd also pushed my wraith guard, uh, my wraith lords up the board, so they were. I think all three of them were still alive at this point. So I had, you know, two behind some middle ruin kind of tucked in and one further over to the left. Came around to his turn. He did some incidental fire. I managed to phantasm some stuff just to be a knob because, you know, that's how you play Eldar. So I mm. made his life a little more difficult. Mm. Um, and then the the most exciting thing was turn three. I had two Wraith, uh, two wraith Lords on his home objective tagging things that shouldn't be tagged i think yeah. it was one into heavy hand intercessors and one into uh, a five-man desolation marine brick oh, uh, and yes as he says no primary for scrivo um, <laughs> yeah that was that was great i felt very good about my eight inch moving dreadnoughts on turn yeah three I, I mean you, you think eldar you do think primary denial you don't think wraith lord primary denial right that's that's really <laughs> funny <laughs> underrated units absolutely underrated yeah, yeah. um really enjoyed using them and that was kind of it at that point i just stopped him from getting i think any more primary or maybe got a little bit more and i was end of game so i just you know yeah end of game scoring was big on that mission as well right there's so many objectives to go and get points from so yeah as as tradition in our games he thinks he has it turns two i think i've lost it turn two and then i go hold on i'll just win the game now and yeah. um, <laughs> it all goes right again <laughs> love you scrivo we'll play again in round two and i'll beat you Nice. Excellent. Yeah. Right. Let's go back to Towerland. Jack, what happened to you in round two? Uh, so I was playing six Plus's very own Alex Chancellor. Alex um, Chancellor, lovely. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, he's with the uh, Death Watch. Yeah. Watch. Um, <clears throat> there's a lot of death factions around. They really are, yeah. Too many. Um, so his, this was basically a, a big brick of Terminators with a chaplain in it, a killy unit of Death Watch veterans with the swords or something, some kind of weapon. Um, I don't really pay attention to combat weapons at all. I'm just like, don't touch me with it and just stay over there. <laughs> yeah, that it'll... will hurt more than I want. So don't yeah, go yeah, near it. Yeah. You'll beat me in combat. It doesn't matter what it is. Build, so just <laughs> yeah. stay away. I don't really pay attention to what it is, but it's yeah. a combat unit. Um, a couple of, I think, three five-man units, um, just some storm shields. Uh, and then uh, it's like a killy character to go in the combat unit. Um, and then he had a knight and a vindicare assassin. Okay. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. So uh, I spread out, when I deployed, I spread out quite wide across my deployment zone um, just to stop him doing any teleportarium shenanigans and deep striking stuff in. Um, so I sort of spread out across the whole deployment zone. Uh, did 10 wounds to a knight on the first turn. That's basically what I did. Um, so he moves forward, does some damage to me. Uh, nothing too serious. Uh, I have drawn cards that I can't score on the first turn again. So we're trading those out. As we go, uh, second turn, uh, I bring down the crisis unit. Mm -hmm. And uh, oh, the sorry, the other thing that's important to know is because the cards I drawn were um, behind enemy lines and something that it was involving being behind in the enemy's deployment zone. Okay. Um, which basically meant because the ghost kill was holding the objective was the only thing that could score it. So I either didn't score any scoring, not scoring any secondaries, or Putting the ghost kill forward, probably suiciding it, and then putting Shadow Sun forward in a vulnerable position, right? Um, okay. Which is what I ended up doing and taking the risk. Um, I lost Shadow Sun for it, but the ghost kill lived. Um, 
but it was just really annoying to have to just uh, have to commit a lot of resources to a very sudden change in game plan, which I didn't really like. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't a fan of that. So that's um, exactly what we were just chatting about, right? With the cards and yeah, no, that's tough. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so I brought down the um, uh, the crisis unit. Uh, one thing I kind of noticed that was really good is because they have 24 inch range instead of 18, which they used to. Um, you have a lot more room to play with. Of just you can stay away from stuff because rather than deep striking within nine and shoot stuff like most of their armies do, you deep strike within 24 and and just like okay, I'm just going to shoot you from all the way over here and you're not actually going to interact with me in any way. Um, nice. Can't imagine why people don't like playing Tau. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> um, they drop down. They kill. Uh, they was planning. They were planning to kill um, a one of the Death Watch units that annoying my um my uh, ghost kill mm -hmm. but um alex did a double uh rapid ingress he brought in the big combat unit of uh, death watch um, with the character and he also brought in the big terminator unit and the big terminator unit came in the center of the board right in front of the um knight but there's a big terrain piece in between the um crisis and them so i couldn't shoot them with the crisis at all oh interesting okay um and then the uh other unit the combat uh, death watch unit the normal power armor dudes uh, were behind a building so i couldn't shoot them either um so i had brought the uh, broadsides on the side um one of the flanks onto an objective because on hammer and anvil the objectives are close enough to the borders you can actually come on within six inches and still yes. get on the objective yeah um they because they did have a line of sight to the terminators uh and they killed like eight of them with the railgun shots or something um because they because they they fired they got i think five hits and then one of them was a devastating wounds, um, so that just rolled through and killed a bunch of them. Um, mm. And then also had the um, uh, sky rays to shoot there as well. Um, and it was killing almost the entire um, Terminator unit. I think got them down to, to three three models on that unit nice. um, without the crisis unit shooting. Um, and then the broadsides uh, that, that was the broadside, sorry. And then the sky rays did um, a ton of damage to the knight and killing it in that turn. Mm -hmm. um, his turn next, he went up, he brought the uh, Death Watch veterans, I think they are, came up. Full risk to hit against Xenos. That's not fair. I don't like that. But, you know, <laughs> it is, it is their job, Jack. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, don't, I just don't think it's fair. Um, <laughs> it's just racist, really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> they're, they're the most racist chapter by some yeah. distance. Yeah. They chose the broadsides and they just totally bounced. Um, I got the six plus stim injectors for six plus pain. Nine wounds. Um, he killed one and got one down to a wound. Um, they fired in combat. Um, they rolled like a million sixes on double exploding sixes. Um, and I think I killed the entire unit with broadside shooting in combat. Oh, um, with devastating wounds. Um, I think there was a couple left. but uh, So that was um, my turn three. Um, and from that point on, I think um, there was... Because uh, he used the teleport... He, uh, uh, yeah, sorry, uh, actually the Telesaurtarian strat to bring his one of his remaining Death Watch units behind Onvar, and he got a charge, but Onvar just popped his 2 plus invulnerable save, didn't die. Oh, amazing! That's yeah. a cool thing to have. Yeah, he's got a once per <laughs> once per game, for one phase, he can have a 2 plus invulnerable save. Is he's it, re in... it re-rollable? I'm always very jealous of re-rollable too. Uh, yeah, it's re-rollable. Oh, that's so that's, sick. That's you can't. That's so um, good. But you, uh, oh, he also has minus one to hit and minus one to wound innately, and he has nine wounds. So he's kind of hard to kill. Um, shit's all over my Archon, man. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
but he does nothing else. He's just a little bit He has he has no damage I, output. I he, will not die. I hope you can turn that into a plan of some yeah. kind. Yeah, literally. He is, he is one strength two attack that hits in a six. Like, <laughs> like um, but yeah. He, so he he fled off and um, oh the wow, Sky Ray came over and dealt with the situation. Um, <laughs> So that was that was fine. So, but at that point, there was one unit left in the center of the board, and the um, uh, assassin in the corner. It was um, screening for all of my many deep strikes. Um, so the crisis unit, which was at the back of the board, jumped forward eighteen, then another twelve to score his home objective, hmm. um, and then killed the assassin that was in lone operative range. Um, with just a couple of shots, he just rolled really bad on the saves. And um, despite uh, his last remaining. Um, uh, Deathwatch veteran unit with the storm shields rolling like absolute heroes. I think he rolled like 12 4 plus invul saves in a row. Um, it just, he had one unit left. It wasn't enough for him to, yeah, to win yeah. the game, unfortunately. And um, I think I got, uh, yeah, I got three 15s on the last three turns of the game in terms Super of primary. Good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I only scored 28 on, on secondary scores because I just wasn't getting cards that I could score. Mm. Um, and, it, and, and to be honest, I got really lucky on the turn where I was going to run forward. Um, I draw. Um, capture enemy outposts so i got an extra eight points off the back of that just pure by pure blind luck so mm. really it should have been like 20 points ish on secondaries mm. um but that game in particular was like really rough on the secondaries i just felt like i couldn't score anything yeah um, it's interesting i mean on hammer and anvil what could what would you have picked that would have done you better do you think if you'd gone for fixed um, it's not an easy map for movement ones is it like, it's not no um i i think teleport homers is a fairly safe one i think i could have okay. got assassinate here because i got to got um 16 points out of assassinate because okay. i did kill okay. the characters yeah um so i think if i get enough i think four or more like you can get like 16 ish on a on a yeah. secondary objective is probably it's... worth going particularly yeah. for tower which a lot of the game plan is kill everything i think that's um <laughs> think the classic good, yeah, yeah i think that's it a is good a classic shout, generally yeah that's um, cool that's interesting so. And very very well done again. Alex is a very good player. I know, I know from speaking to him that his Death Watch are not optimized for tenth. Let's put it that way. But he's you know he's, he's still a very tough opponent. And um, it sounds like you had to deal with some rapid ingress bullshit, which is always very dangerous. Yeah, ra- rapid ingressing two two massive units. Um, that's that's some that scary is, stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's that's it was terrifying um, <laughs> until they were yeah. no longer there, and then it was no longer terrifying. Yeah, yeah. That's um, the way. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> Great. Chris, what happened to you in round two, my man? So, there were 18 players at the event. There were now nine undefeated players. Mm-hmm. And I was at the bottom of that pile. Yeah. Which, uh, so you got to play three turns and scored 66. So I got paired down into Max, who had played an incredible game into our Rob and lost like 98, 91 or something. Yeah, they'd had a phenomenal Drakari mirror. Drakari mirror, right? Yeah. So um, he was there with his 91 loss and there's me with my lowly 66. The unfortunate fact is that Max had brought um, kind of a bit of everything that he it had. Was, it was a lovely thematic mixed Drakari list. <laughs> it was very much so, but he still tried to lean into the shooting element, but he yeah. had Lilith and Tenichi's. Problem is that um, Jakari are trying to do the shooting game. Elder are doing the shooting game. They are. Elder do it a lot better. They do it a lot better. So <laughs> this game can basically be summarised as I got to go first, killed a Ravager, a Raider, and two Talos. Um, he then had his shooting turn, killed a Hornet and a Warwalker. And then I deleted most of his armor. Yeah. Um, 
it was a very long shooting phase because you know i've got an 18 unit list i've lost two of them two of them don't shoot like two little characters other than that everything is doing something you can't teleporting everything's firing it was pretty brutal and i tabled him turn three um and it was there's nothing he could have done about it and this game just felt like tense is lame because you're literally just like you're going to move out and shoot you. You're going to move out and shoot me. And we're just blasting each other. There's yeah. no tactics here. There's no nuance. This is, oh, I've drawn some cards, which I need to hold the middle objective. Cool. Great. Um, one little thing, um, which I did wrong in game one, and I did right in game two and three. Rangers, when you're forward deploying, or any forward deploy unit, try not to put them on objectives if you can avoid it. Because obviously some cards yeah, yeah, about yeah. Um, drawing cards, uh, killing units on objectives. So just don't give them that. So I'd like interwoven my ranges across yeah, the time. Smart. Of. Um, so that was like a little thing. But yeah, it was just... And the thing was, Max rolled absurdly well on his set. <laughs> so I'm going to... On the old six-up inverts. <laughs> real space raiders here. Your, di- your dice, they need some salt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, guys. Oh, my word. The amount of sixes he rolled to save Bright Light. At one point, he rolled boxcars into my prism. <laughs> I was like, this is bullshit. And Curry have a game like that sometimes. That's how they be. Despite that, it was still horrendous. He, was, he took it very, very well. He was a lovely opponent. Um, it was just a massive mismatch of yeah, um, yeah. this and armies. As simple as that. Yeah. Nice one. Yeah. It's, that's, it's a matchup. I just, I think because Jakari is so. St- stunted on the melee side at the moment you're yeah you are just trying to outshoot them and it's you're just not as durable as as what you're shooting at and it shoots a little bit better so it's just yeah it's a tricky one um i I feel like reserves and then trying to go with everything at once and hope is the only way to avoid that getting dunked on first turn but yeah it's 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 tough um my round two speaking of drakari so it's worth saying we, we i say we were matching up on points we had myself, Scrivo, and Ed on 100 points each. And I'm looking at that, and I'm looking at the mission. I'm going, I wouldn't mind Ed or Scrivo on this map. I mean, obviously, Ed is always terrifying. Um, but as like this, Scrivo. So yeah, no disrespect, Scrivo. Um, I play Scrivo a lot. I think that's the thing. When you play someone lots and lots and lots, it's, it, you get in patterns with things. Um, but then I was matched down into Rob Kimpton, who I've played many times at events and who has beaten me more often than not and is an excellent player and was on Drakari, another speedy, fast list. So another one that with Fire and Fade does have ways of making um, blip life very sad. Um, I think on this mission, and I would say on the third one as well, I think the terrain placement didn't do enough uh, to stop guns getting what they wanted. And I think in this mission, that really hurt Rob because Rob couldn't, get up the board and stage and get into me and stop me shooting him um, because all his transports just struggled to find places to hide. Um, he went first and pushed some stuff up um, and went up both flanks. And then he did kill some of my bikers. Um, I had stashed a bunch of aberrants quite a long way up the board in a ruin. And they basically then in my turn waltzed out and just started whacking boats with hammers, which they did for the whole game, this 10 brick. They just killed a boat with some hammers, got shot a bit, went, killed another boat with some hammers, just kept going. They were durable as all hell. Um, all of the Jakari shooting didn't seem to want to get through them quick enough. Um, and we were having exchanges on the flanks, tussling over objectives. I got quite lucky on primary at one point because I failed to kill a raider, and then I realised that it was going to score Rob primary when it dropped stuff out, and he hadn't actually got on the point, so it wasn't doing anything on that point. And I'd nearly killed him onto the point, and then my own failure had had, had come around and, and helped me out. 
it is worth saying so with the sort of more silly GSC units, the Jackals and the Aberrants and stuff, they can come back on a four up. I did not fail a four up roll to resurrect anything until literally the last one I rolled at the end of the day. <laughs> Which, so, to point out, was at a point where it didn't matter. Oh, it didn't make a single bit yeah. of difference. And we we t- we commented literally on that before I rolled it. I was like, I've had it all all weekend. Boom, first failure. So that was I was having some blessed luck. Um, I flushed all the dice afterwards. They're all they're all down now. Um, so you'll never prove anything. Um, but this this I think for Rob made it a massive slog because that ten aberrant brick came back immediately after he'd killed it. The bikers came back after he'd killed it. Um, and it was just uh, yeah, I just think it's it's a horrific matchup for Jakari because GSC can just land next to transports, pop them, and then it's fine if you don't kill the contents that turn because you'll be back again to get them the next turn. <laughs> Rob killed a bunch of stuff. Um, he I th- there was he would have got a couple of blips with a mandrake charge coming in from reserves around the side, and if he'd made the charge, that would have helped because he'd have taken out a couple of the blips, but that failed. Obviously, it's a nine charge with a reroll. That's not always great odds, but it was a, it was a good sort of hail mary. Um, and it was just he's he's told me he's going to put witches in to carve up my my near fights with next time. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but it was lo- always a lovely game playing Rob. We're both quite we both take our time with our decisions. I think it's fair to say. And we were also having a bit of a chat. So it did run on. <laughs> I didn't finish it. Jack said to me, Jack said to me, like, on the, uh, I can't remember when, when it was at the end of the day, you're like, did you finish a game today? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it had to be said. I'd, so I'd been on a very busy work week and I was just barely on my feet at all at this thing. I was so knackered. And then trying to play fucking GSC, having not played them before in 10th, was, was not a good time. I remember after my first game, I'd finished my game and I went over to watch yours. Like, oh, we're just starting turn two. Yeah. So, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. That was there must have been like three hundred bodies on the board in that game. That was yeah. it was insane. Like the Orc GSC one was absolutely nuts. Um, so yeah, lovely game with Rob. Um, and the, the the primary scoring on that mission just played into my hands because you were getting quite generous primary for just dying off in the middle. So it was it was a nice one, and um, and so took that one in the end. Okay. Final round, Chris. You've been matched down. Surely, surely going into the next round, uh, a sort of tough, tough, tough foe awaits. So, um, I got matched down again. Um, <laughs> my 100 points weren't enough at this point. So, I was still bottom of the winners. So, I played Mr. Joe Waddock, um, who Ed had defeated in round one. Oh, no. He had to play double L. <laughs> yes, he did. Oh. Yes. He did. I'm so um, sorry, Joe. We did that to Joe. Okay. That's cruel and unusual that's punishment. Absolutely horrific. The TO should have intervened. But anyway, carry, <laughs> yeah. carry on. Um, it was a really interesting game, actually. Um, Grey Knights, yeah, it's such an interesting army because they've got this whole can't be targeted outside 12 thing. They've got the fact that you can move within nine of them and they just vanish. Um, and yeah, it was just. On top of that, the mission we're playing. Oh my god, I hate this mission so much. Oh yeah, I'm with so, you. On that. I'm with you. On that. Oh, same. Yeah. <laughs> it's Dawn of War, like and it. you've got oh, three, you, you've got three objectives in the middle, one, and then you got one in each of your deployment zones. Mm-hmm. And the primary is hold the middle one yeah. in the middle. No matter. It is. You score nothing for holding your one. You on top nothing. of that, they start vanishing towards <laughs> the, end of the game. Yes, they so, do. What happens is you're scoring zeros on your primary because you yep. keep blowing each other off it. And then all of a sudden you get eight in turn four for holding it, and then 15 at the end. Yes, you so do. if you go second and you have stuff left, 
there's a very good chance you're just going to, and you've both scored equal on the cards, you're just going to win yeah. because you went second. It's right. got old, old abandoned sanctuaries vibes in that sense, yeah. doesn't it? With the sort exactly. of middle placement right. and the big swing. Yeah, yeah. And Joe got to go second. I was like, oh, crap. Um, <laughs> because he could take a lot of stuff off the board and I couldn't really see anything turn one. Um, <clears throat> got to make the most of my 36-inch move for behind Emmy Lines with the Walt Spiders, which was nice. Um, and he kind of, in to reciprocate, he kind of shoved five Terminators untargeted all Terminators like, in the middle of the board, had stuff around, and I was like, okay, right, well, I killed some of it, tried to play around it as best I could. I was like, right, incline, time to shine. Back left-hand corner, go deal with those five Terminators. Here we go. Um Five attacks rolled three ones. Yeah, there we go. That's your there income every time. Yeah, every time. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and this is this is the interesting thing. So over the course of the game, essentially what happened was the Incarn sat there with the Terminators and prodded them whilst they <laughs> prodded her back, and no one was dying um, apart from when he came across and fired off his li- his librarian power, which is like two d three mortal wounds. 2d3 mortal wounds, and that's like how we chipped the incarn down. Um, did he not roll a one on that against you? Because he did so it against his me. His very first roll was a one. <laughs> um, not into the incarn, but he did d6 mortal wounds to himself. He only rolled a two. Oh, oh my lord, that's funny. But um, later on, he did, yeah, he rolled a six later on, I think, and then rolled double one to the d6 to the damage. Um, but yeah, so that was, that was an interesting thing because meanwhile, I think it was my turn two or three where I started shooting. I was like, you don't have much stuff left, do you? I just I was like, is that in deep strike? He's like, no, that's dead. And it's that was the interesting point is that Grey Knights have so much play around, but they just don't have enough stuff. Yeah, like, no that's, that's exactly, the, the toolkit is nuts. I think it's a very good toolkit, but it's the units and the pricing on them, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, and, you know, they're obviously leaning into Terminators, who, you know, are hard to kill because um, they thought the four up in one and four ups can be four ups, and sometimes it bounced and sometimes it went straight through. Um, and it's an interesting one because the Incarn basically sat in that corner and held up the Terminators, but was also held up by the Terminators. I didn't want to teleport the Incarn away because I wanted to keep those Terminators hold up. Um, but yeah, it was like, a, am I getting value here? It was an interesting one. Um, but yeah, basically what happened was um, as we got towards the end, he just didn't have enough stuff to score. The objective started moving. I made it, I was able to consolidate onto the one that was remaining. Mm-hmm. So I scored the eight, I scored the 15, even though I was going first. And then just to really stab it in, in his final turn on Mobile Four, he dropped down five Terminators. And I was like, might as well overwatch with my D-cannon. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> and this is quite an interesting. So I rolled two attacks. I'm like, right. Um, what how when do i use my six like do i yeah. guarantee i was like well yeah i'll roll the first one oh it's a six excellent yeah. okay, well i've got one hit slow what rolling do... is your friend with these other like, what guns. do i do with the yeah. second one do i now auto and get two so i was like no i want the mortal in so i just rolled the other one re-roll it didn't get a six got one through use the fate dice to make mortals so i was like right well this is d6 plus two boom there was the magic six eight mortal wounds yeah joe being like so lovely uh, during that game, like really helpful, uh, really knowledgeable rules, and yeah. he, even he, like Leno, was like, "For fuck's sake!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, D cannons break a man. They break um, a man. 
so I think I I think one was already slightly injured. So I think I removed three terminators. Yeah, luck, um, which was just weird. Like, <laughs> but no, it was really it was like seventy forty ish as a result. Um, but no, he played it really well. He just didn't have enough stuff because that's yeah. Yeah, enough. that's where they're at. Yeah, that makes sense. Jack, how about you for round three? So uh, I played against uh, Chaos Space Marines. Um, I played against the uh liam oh liam yeah liam Liam. from toys great um so his list was basically uh abaddon and a ton of space marines uh terminators yeah terminators a bunch of terminators um (laughs) (laughs) uh then he had a big land raider a couple of five-man units two cultish units and uh you know warp talents Mm -hmm. um i think that was about everything oh and a big unit possessed with mass possession that was important sure um so this game, uh, I got super lucky on the when we because we did the he stacked the from my from my point of view the right hand side of the board um, with his land raider his, possess, his possessed guys um, terminators were in uh, deep strike um, and then he went very light on the on the left hand flank um, which was just a you know cultist and a five man uh, legionnaire unit okay. um, and I had infiltrated the ghost kill on that side um, so I was sort of holding the left hand side of the board he was stronger on the right hand side of the board. And then the objectives were disappearing was start in the middle, that one disappears, then the one on the right flank disappeared. Oh so nice. I had all my stuff on yeah. the right hand side. Yeah, yeah. So I also had Shadow Sun and the and uh, Sky Ray over there. So I was like, well that's insanely lucky that's worked out so well for me. Mm. Um the problem that I had with this army is so <laughs> yeah, Space Marines have this little strat. Um it's really annoying. Um, it's called Cloud of Flies. Yeah. <laughs> so if you have a Nurgle mark, which the Land Raiders did, the Terminators did because of Abaddon and yeah. the. And as long um, as you're not Death Guard, because they don't get this anymore. Carry on. Yeah. yeah. And the um, and the Cultists had this as well. You can just spend a CP and I can't shoot him outside of 12. Yeah. So the first turn, I was fitting to do very little and <laughs> he just used it on the. Um, he used it on the Land Raider. I'm like, well, yeah. I, I, kill like three, I kill like three Cultists and that's yeah. what I did with my turn. I'm like, okay, it's well. so good. The unshootable Land Raider is just yeah. such lulls. It's like, Townsend 1, it is what it is. It's not going to do very much, so don't worry about it. Um, I just sort of like moved on to objectives. I'm like, you have to get rid of me. So come expose something, get rid of me. Um, which he did. He put the uh, Mort Talons forward, tagged the um, Hammerhead, sorry, Hammerhead, Skyray, um, and then some of the Legionnaires got out on the center with the Land Raider. He killed one of my Sky Rays just with, with the last cannons of the Land Raider. And I was like, oh, that's okay, sure. <laughs> it kind of took me for a leap there, but um, it, was what, it ended up benefiting me in the long run, I think. Um, so uh, the next turn, so I lost basically the mid board at that point. Um, so I brought on the broadsides next to Shadow Sun, the little sort of left corner, and the Crisis unit lined up on the front. Um, in front of the um, um, the building, it was it's a very it's a, like a new piece for UKTC. It's a very like wide build. It's what is it like twenty? 20 how, how wide would you say? It's like twelve inches by eight or something. It's big. Yeah, yeah. Just it for is. clarification, I don't think this was actually specifically UKTC. No, this this oh, was, was similar. This, no, this was this was light compared to UKTC. Right, I was, was under the impression it was that. Okay, but no, anyway. no, no. This was this was much more open. Yeah. But that building. Uh, because it's so wide and it had like a dip in the middle so fly the, the battlesuits could fly over the top of it mm-hmm. but and and around and half well half the unit could go over the middle and the other half could go around and mm. I, could, I could actually interact with the building rather than it just being because it's flat like most of the buildings would be deal with a uh, flat along the top so it's just it's kind of hard to get around them um so that was i was 
put there, and then he rapid ingressed in Abaddon on the center, 12 inches away from everything. So if I tried to shoot him, I couldn't. Yeah. So hmm, that's not very good. So instead, <laughs> I cleared up all the five-man units of um, Legionnaires, and the broadsides took out the Land Raider. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the breaches came out and near enough deal with the warp talon. Um, I was able to finish off with an overwatch from a sky ray, which was quite cool because got the rerolls. That always feels nice. <laughs> yeah, it seems like that's a running theme of being quite an effective overwatch tool, that thing. Yeah, it's Ooh, really yeah. nice. Um, so from there, uh, because he'd rapid ingress in in front of me, 12 inches away, his plan was obviously move forward, advance and charge with the, with the Slanesh stratagem, and charge the crisis unit. But what I was able to do with the Strike and fade was shoot the legionnaires, then strike and fade over the building, and that put me quite far away. Mm. Um, he got a decent advance. I think it was a five-inch advance, and it put him on a ten-inch charge. Um, but he he went for it. He didn't get it. Um, he chose not to re-roll it, um, and uh, it was not a, a great situation for him to be in because <laughs> I just moved in the crisis unit in into in twelve, two broadsides in twelve, shadow summon in twelve. The crisis unit killed the entire Terminator unit dead um, and put Amadon down to three wounds. Shadowson just pointed a fusion gun at him and, and finished him off. Um, yeah. And then that was basically the game at that point mm-hmm. um, because almost the entire um, the Chaos Army was gone, bar the Possessed. Um, possessed did do some damage and they were able to clean up most of the breaches and, well, they cleaned up a, a devil fish and. Then moved into the center and started hitting the crisis um but the crisis just sat in the middle on the objective in combat and shot in combat with big guns never fire um and was using the um uh stim injectors the six plus fiona pain to just live through and six wounds to just live through so much that i shouldn't um mm. and then on the last uh i just piled the, all the broadsides the ghost kill and shadow sun everything on the other objective that was the only one that was left um and I was able to um, pick up a lot of points uh, mm. that way. Um, I think this was probably, again, there was, there was a lot of luck in this one. Um, uh, the dice just completely disappeared on the uh, on the last sorry, two turns for Liam. Um, he mm. couldn't roll anything to save his life, um, which is really unfortunate. Um, but uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a tight game. I think it could have, it, like if he made that 10-inch charge, it was yeah, probably it, over. It's a like, cat and mouse up. one, isn't it? It's cat and mouse. If he, if he does get into you, that's that's Jenga, but it sounds like you were able to keep him at arm's length. Yeah, yeah, I was able to keep far away. I mean, there's like a, there's a hundred different points where that could go wrong. Like maybe he rolls yeah, yeah. a two for his advance and then he can't he can't even make that charge or, yeah. you know, there's a hundred different ways it could have gone. Um, but the crisis unit with the plasma just, I mean, I did, so I did end up going 3-0 on this uh, on this uh, day, yeah. but mostly because I played Space Marines three times and I have a unit of Crisis <laughs> with all plasma, and all, all the Terminators I've played against all have three wounds. So yeah, yeah, every yeah. time they, they fail to save, they just love killing Terminators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they're really good at that. So um, it was again a lot of good fortune on my part there, um, but uh, that unit still was really impressive. Um, mm. Really happy with it. Um, same for the same for the broadsides as well. When they actually, when they got to do something, the problem is the crisis unit would kill something, and they didn't have nothing left to do. So <laughs> that was the biggest problem I had with them is that I didn't have enough things to kill. Superfluous, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that was a really good game. It was the first time playing against Chaos Space Marines. Um, yeah, it, it, I've got to say, like you've you've played. I say it's three zero. It's with Tau, and you've played three players I know to be very good players. That's a really strong showing of a day, I think. 
I know obviously yeah. there's there's some there's some things about the matchups that are kind, but I think that's a cracking performance. Yeah, I do think Tau also one of those armies where if you've not played it against it before, they can just catch you out with. Well, this is exactly it with the new index with, thing as well, right? People don't yeah, know. Yeah. With with random jank like the again the <laughs> crisis unit just just moving away after you rapid ingress in close because you think you're getting like a almost like a gotcha on the tower right yeah, you come yeah. In, it's like, i'm gonna you've you've moved but now i'm in close to you and i'm gonna get a charge and then you say well no you're not because i'm gonna be 12 away um, <laughs> and you can yeah and that's after you shoot them yeah, so, yeah. that's um it's almost like a uh uno reverse card right that's mm-hmm. <laughs> you're pulling on someone no i um, like that though but uh yeah i really um really enjoyed the list and yeah ended up going uh three hours so that was really good but uh, yeah Fantastic. primary I hate this primary I hate, this, I hate this primary. It's terrible. I hate it. We none of us. Uh, I think what, what was it? I got a primary here. I got it written down. I yeah, was looking this... down the results, and some of the losses were catastrophic. <laughs> like some of the just... wins were catastrophic. I got sixty-three. <laughs> yeah. Sixty-three points. The wins. Win. The wins were not. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't big numbers. I. I wonder if this makes it into a UKTC pack because people will have opinions about it. If it does, it's very Age of Sigma with the disappearing objectives. They have a lot of crap like that. So you all play fast armies that don't like to be interacted with. I really like playing big, thick, tanky boys that sit in the center. I yeah. fucking love this mission. <laughs> oh, you've got little weak shitters? Nah, I'm not done. This is my fucking territory. Um, I'll break your fucking jaw. It's uh, probably no more of that, please. It sounds like it's time for Ed to tell the story of his final round game. So uh, history is written by the victors. <laughs> so I'm going to let I'm going to let Ed have the floor and tell this one. And if I think there's any facts need addressing at the end, I'll step in after, <sighs> after you, sir. So to sum this game up, Jack Tight looked at us and said, "I've never seen two people less happy to play each other." <laughs> we were just. We we our, our game two had both gone right to the the end. Yeah, tough um, games as well. We, yeah, yeah, and we were both pretty drained. We both we'd both played against each other over <laughs> into GSE. We knew it was going to be a slog. Yeah, we uh, we just sat there and was going like, right. <laughs> Glad, yeah. glad this is my round three. It was really like there was something, it was almost like going to work. <laughs> it was just kind of like, like just, we both just like sat down, just like, hello. <laughs> it, it's like, you know, when you used to go out on the piss all weekend and then Monday morning comes around, it's like, oh, I've got a, yeah, I've got like a 10 hour shift. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> is there anything I can do other than do this? Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Oh, is he there? His. Oh. And he's gone. Oh, is he gone? He's frozen and then he's loading. So he's got well, no connection. Let's play some intermittent music. Hey, he's back. back. He's hey. back. You are back. Perfect. Yeah. No, I was just saying. Um, I always play, enjoy playing Tom, but not mm. Tom's armies, and yes. in this case, probably the same. And so. I feel, yeah, I feel similarly about it. And it's always they're always really close as well. That's the thing. It's not one mm. where it's like, other than actually, okay, we've had a couple of TTS practice games where I've played like shit and you've demolished me. Actually, to tell the, to, the full story, you you weren't at full efficiency. In that <laughs> no. first TTS game, you were having no. a bad time at that point, so we'll not. Yeah. Count yeah, that. yeah. But yeah, so they're close, tough games. Um, So yeah, tell the story, Ed. How's this one go? So we were playing my favorite primary mission. And uh, yeah, basically the left-hand side from my perspective, that's the one that went first. And then the middle 
that was the one that went second. So it was, again, very much a kind of, you're going to skew over to the right at the end of the game. I don't think yeah. I really had much over to the right by that point. You I didn't. put something there at the end of the game, but yeah. spoiler, I went second. So uh, Winning. Well, not a fan. It's a, it's a good start, yeah. Not a fan. <laughs> Turn one, you drove the bike brick up. And I'd asked you like the same thing three times because both of our brains were fried. And then you did loads of mortal wounds to me. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> this, yeah. this isn't good because I had two Wraith Lords to next to each other. So by the end of the shooting phase, one was dead and one was really chunked. Yeah, I was sad not to get that second one. You'd move not... some some forward deployed aberrants forwards. <laughs> I really um, did. I just it, went, yeah. I just shoved him. <laughs> yeah, I was really pinned in and I was not pleased about it. Um, so you, you moved your aberrants forwards and I had a choice. I can move the Wraith Guard back or get charged and lose them. So I was like, well, can't do that. So I fire and faded them back. You immediately vectored it, made it cost an extra CP, which was the correct choice. And I hated you for it. I'm a bad man. Yeah, absolutely. So that meant that my Wraith Guard were further back than I wanted them to be. Uh, and I couldn't overwatch you as well, because, you know, starting the game with one CP sucks. Um, then you just came in, did some slappy slaps. You didn't kill the Wraith Lord, did you? you no, were... so a uh, Wraith Lord took 10 aberrants to the face like an absolute hero he was mm. yeah he, he he was not uh him living was not something i anticipated but i, th I mean he's higher toughness he's higher toughness than their strength right so yeah. it's, i think i had junked the plus one to wound strat that turn on some incidental shooting to kill the second wraith lord i think i should have saved it for the aberrants mm. but i was just like so many attacks surely they'll get through it yeah but, yeah. but so that that's my error i should have saved it for that wraith lord so he survived on like a wound i think with 10 aberrants I, th I think it was literally one yeah yeah, yeah. um <laughs> i think i think I'd, i said something along oh no no he had a little bit more than that actually oh yeah no that was later so without going into the full nitty-gritty turn one tom is like full send forwards <laughs> yeah. um he has pinned me in my deployment and i am uncomfortable like a man who knows he's not getting primary if he doesn't die on the fucking line yeah, yeah, for it yeah. <laughs> killed one of my wraith lords dinked up two of the other ones and i'm like not not feeling this this is uh, uncomfortable already so my uh my swings back into the aberrants do fuck all i think i roll two hits out of eight sweeps because that's how bs4 weapon skill 4b <laughs> sometimes you hit all of them sometimes you do not but that's okay still love my uh, my big wraith boys so end of turn you know his turn one i'm a little concerned then i move up just sort of move forwards clear the things that are in front of me and prepare myself for the pain that is um coming on turn two when he brings in all of his stuff from reserves during this time we work out Eldar don't kill aberrants, not no. comfortably. The I aberrants put, like, were actually my f best unit, I think. They were really good. I really like one brick. They were yeah. for a fun unit. They were sick. Like they yeah. just took so much damage. Yeah, they're not fun. They have a four up feel no pain. <laughs> they're fun. They're fun for me. Okay? I don't get to play a lot of lol four up things. It's quite yeah, nice. It's quite yeah. nice to have a lol four up unit for once. But... <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> brutal. Yeah. yeah. And plus, with the amount of cover you're getting, you're still getting like a five or a six up save, which yeah. weirdly actually matters. And, and like, the oh, sort of mini transhuman minus one to win, it throws a lot of stuff off. Yeah, Absolutely. So I paid a CP to fall back in charge and shoot my Wraith Knight because I was like, let's just, you know, let's get out of put as mm. many shots in as possible. Um, put all my, you know, just incidental fire into them. I think I killed like five. There was maybe five left at the end of the turn. Yeah, I, I think it was about half the unit. Yeah. yeah, I charged in with the Wraith Lord. I was like, cool, I'm going to, you know, really ding them up here and um, get my money's worth, Get take my pound of flesh. 
as it was. Uh, this is where I bounced and I did absolutely <laughs> nothing. Yeah. You swing back into me. I make way more saves than I have any right yeah, to do. Yeah, like a hell of a lot. <laughs> yeah. And then I failed the last save. I was like, oh no, I didn't fail it. I was like, no. I had one save remaining. I was like, is it? does it matter if he lives? It kind of feels like it does because obviously with how combat works now, he'd be striking first if he didn't fall back. Yeah. Like, and also, oh, yeah, you so... had you had like spiders and a fire prism in behind there. And sure, were, sure. So there's so enough really aberrants left to go and make trouble for them if he falls. So it's a big deal of him staying alive. Absolutely. Yeah. So I just, you know, I was like, yeah, cool. We'll spend the fate dice here. Fantastic. So he survived to tie up another day and was actually really kind of inconvenient for you. He was a massive twat. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So my memory's a little fuzzy on it. What What did you do in your turn two? Paint the in my turn two, I didn't do some all of the things i would have loved to have done i think looking back i do i, I think the start of the game was very adrenaline fueled because i was like okay ed's on end of turn i don't like it when ed's on end of turn i have to go and do an a, a extreme amount of dying now to try and get some primary before he gets his 15 at the end um i took two decisions that were big i think i dropped my demo charges down so you used the put the way leaper out, so I dropped demo charges down, mm. thinking demo charge the wraith lord, hand flame a way leaper, jobs are good. Um, in my head, you can throw demo charges at a monster that's in combat, and I was thinking demo charge wraith lord, then aberrants go through into stuff behind again. Happy times on the other flank. I'm like, surely if I put I reckon 600 points of gene sealer cults on the far objective. <laughs> and shoot at Ed I will then be able to hold that for one turn to get five fucking points which I'm gonna need surely, uh, surely. but also I think yeah there's lots of things in there where I think with with the, the bullshit levels of GSC there's more nasty canny dickheaded ways you can play all of those assets than I used in that turn um, I got the Wraith Lord down. I don't think the Neos and stuff coming in on the other side did much, but actually the Wraiths are very good at blunting them because the Wraiths with cover and you know buff two up saves actually mm, pretty pretty good at dealing G7. with it's a lot of AP two and GSC shooting, so it's not you yeah. know it's not it's not a given. Um, and so you had lots of nice assets, and obviously the Wraith Guard present you this thing of yeah you can shoot us, but you're gonna oh, shoot, yes, no, that you're was gonna shoot us back, and also you'd phantasmed away from the demo charges, right? That was a big deal. That yes, yeah. So I made it so you had the choice of you can shoot me with stuff that doesn't kill me immediately, and then I pick up something. Yeah, which was uh... that was exactly it. So the, I think this is the issue with the in this particular matchup that the demo charges. Obviously, the thing you want to do is demo charge the Wraith Guard. But with as long as you've got a phantasm and you were being very good, even though I'd vected it, you were making sure you had the CP for it and you were saving your resources. And the Wayleaper was playing his part in that, um, which meant I, you can't actually do it. It's, it's just like Scrivo can't shoot you with his Hellblasters without you phantasming in. I can't get to you with demos with you, without you phantasming out. Yeah. Um, so I was ne I was really struggling to get any teeth into the Wraithguard brick because those are the only thing I had other than the Aberrant brick, which obviously you'd managed to avoid um, that was going to get into it. So yeah, I dropped down, nuked a couple of things. Um, and then my memory at this stage is just that Wraithguard just start doing stuff. And I'm just sort of watching it happen. And I think I go briefly outside my body for a while yeah. because it's better to be outside of my body for a while. And then by the time I come back in, you're sort of wandering down a flank. But I think, I think it's important... <laughs> 
for people who want to know how to play Eldar well that you explain yeah. what the fuck you did because it was amazing. Cool, cool. So so basically what happens is Tom has to kill my Wraith Lord in combat, I think. is oh, No, yeah. so you fall back the Aberrant. So I have to fall back the Aberrant so they can't roll through on that side. So at yeah. that side, I'm not getting to your sort of soft parts or tying you up at all. Absolutely. I, the push has failed. Yeah, And this lets me clean up that side pretty yeah. handily. Yeah. Um, what happens as well, I decide that my... I draw a card, I have to do... It's either behind enemy lines or teleport homers. I have to get into your back lines. So my Wayleaper, who has died... Actually, I rolled a two on the Phoenix Gem, so I came back, which was lovely. He I did. Get the, I yeet him off to do the action in Tom's deployment. He rolls the Overwatch, and he just survives. I do. He, I do... 16 wounds with hand flamers. That was it. He has four wounds and a yes. three up save. Yes. And he survives. Yes. And that's that's yeah. not impossible, but it was annoying. <laughs> <laughs> there was uh I don't even know if I used a CP. I definitely used a fake. I don't up. I don't yeah, I think he's I think he was he just he just just rolled good. Just rolled yeah. good. He, he it was, was one like, of those where I you ain't getting like, barbecued. Like, yeah. yeah, I should roll these, and then you go, ah, I should slow roll these just in case it matters. And then it did matter. So yeah. that was very nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he goes power off. rolling. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. He goes off, gets me some points, and then immediately gets flat the next turn. But he's done his job, so he's a he's a, a you know, big man. Yeah, he's um, done really well on that flank. I brought the Shadow Spectres in with the plan to try and deal with your home objective. Um, yeah. That was very much the aim. I wanted to deal with the guy. Um, Eve reminded me that you've got a strat that gives them stealth, and then the next unit, any, everyone after that can't shoot. Uh, if they're outside of 12 inches away, so I've got to really think about my positioning. Shadow Spectres can, in theory, one-shot a GSE brick, yeah, because they have blast and yep. D6 shots and strength 4 AP 1-1 damage. It's pretty nice. Yeah, they've nice. got the guns. They've got the guns. Yeah. Um, so what ends up happening is I put some warp spiders to try and like one two tag that oh, unit. Fuck, I forgot how this went. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the warp spiders jump in, and I needed to kill exactly seven models. Um, and because there's a five up feel no pain in this squad, I'm like, okay, yeah. in my head, the maths kind of checks out. It does about that because you've got cover, yada, yada, yada. Um, and basically, long story short, they kill eight models. So suddenly I can't see a single Which is one. All the special guns that have stuck their heads out, right? There's eight guys. Yeah. They're all dead. Now there's a regenerating brick behind a wall that's like, see you next yeah. turn. <laughs> so at this point, I'm like, okay, this turn is not going how I planned it. What is the backup plan? So I, I pivot and I'm like, okay, I've got to shoot these into the 21 brick. I'll just put them the squad that's at the back of the objective and you know i'll try and thin them out and you put the you use the strat a second time because you've got the character that lets you do that um makes them minus one to hit oh no you didn't need to do it on the warp spiders that was it because of the uh yeah yeah so um so you make them stealthy and you make it so nothing else outside of 12 inches can interact with them which is a great move uh, i only kill nine of them with the shadow specters which is mm. really under where i expect yeah that was that was one of the most underwhelming bits of the, of mm. the game yeah. so at this point i'm like <laughs> There's not really much in range. I've got my Wraith Guard Brick, though, so I should probably point them at them. So I do. I put. I go, right, cool. Ten Wraith Guard going into that squad. Uh, I think one of them had to shoot someone else because he was out of the 12 inches. Yeah, that's but, right. Uh, yeah, so I, I shoot in there and, you know, a little bit of fake dice and shenanigans inside of the, the unit with a flipper die to a six. And would you look at that? I've killed the last 11 with some awful yeah. wounds. Absolutely annihilated. Yep. Fantastic. So I'm feeling good about that. Uh, then I go, cool. That's the end of my shooting. I've thinned out what I need to thin out. Great. I'll charge them. So I charge them into the 10-man squad that's on the point. Wraithguard, actually not bad in combat. They hit they, the trees. They have a, a shit ton in there. of attacks for the three shooting version. Each. They have so many yeah, attacks. Three attacks, yeah. five, isn't it? So it's good. 80 attacks zero. Coming, out of, coming out of the non-combat 
version is nice. Yeah, it's yeah. AP zero one damage. Um, uh, well, yeah, you're talking to a guy that's wearing a bit of fucking but t-shirt cardboard. Saves. Though. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> so I pretty comfortably pick up the ten models there. Yep. And then my favourite bit of the night yep. is I then pile in. Yeah. So I tag one model in Tom's squad, and this is like the next twenty man brick, which I think I killed like five models in. So there's like fifteen left in there, something like that. Yeah. And I, uh, I, I have just a huge shit-eating grin um, yep. because I don't touch you at all. Well, like, I, I move in. I'm like, cool, can you make some attacks? And I don't think you even bothered to roll them because you just... Well, why them. would I? Yeah, yeah uh, it's T7 to upsave. You, you know that you can't do anything. I was like, cool. So I'm going to roll some dice now. So then I did yeah. ridiculous bullshit and I wiped the entire squad yeah. with my gun foo. Um, and we, this is why Wraithguard are the best combat unit because yeah. that's 450 points, pretty much that they've got yeah. in and basically in in two phases. Yeah, I can't even remember if there were any characters in there which would have, you know. I don't know. These these were these were fairly chaffy, but you yeah. still, yeah, just absolutely rinse them. Yeah, and it, so, and it was. I'm sure there's spacing and anticipating you can do with making sure they sure, can't be sure. getting through and tagging. But I hadn't done any of that shit, so I got I got rinsed. Yeah, so basically all <laughs> that I did was um, I walked up, I shot one unit charged and killed another unit piled in got to shoot you again yeah and so it's, it's and a I phenomenal went combination yeah i went the, second the sorry go ahead attacked you, attacked you right and then yeah because they had to yeah 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 okay. so one neophyte goes bonk and tries to fight back and all the other neophytes are like no don't do it stop and then <laughs> they just go, bells go yeah <laughs> the kill bill music they all turn their heads yeah. it's like one yeah. Like the, yeah. yeah the neos are like looking the other way this wraith guy just like taps him he's just like Oh fuck! They're all yeah. gone. So I, I I put um, a neophyte sized hole in that neophyte oh, squad. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, which was you know great fun for me. Maybe less so for Tom. <laughs> I mean, it was stunning to watch, but it was catastrophic levels of violence. <laughs> it was catastrophic <laughs> for levels of violence. And the important thing to know is you can only do this once per battle round. But I was going second. Yeah. So now I'd swept up the flank. I'd piled in. I was pretty much like two thirds of the way to his lines. Yeah. Having and... done well to sort of push them back up into the back at the start, mm. I then really let them get a long way down the board with combat, which you'd use. You can't really, stop them. You no, that's it. Them. You'd used it extremely well. Yeah, like Fire and Fade uh, just makes it. Well, not Fire and Fade, sorry. Phantasm. Phantasm. Yeah. Makes yeah. even Wraith units like disgustingly fast. So like yeah, turn yeah. three, I'm typically knocking on my opponent's home objective, which is yeah. uh, where I want to be. So coming into your turn three, there was this Wraith Guard brick that you couldn't interact with because I would shoot you. Uh, yeah. That was. I didn't have anything left that was going to do them enough damage. No, um, you did have was... some blips, though. I had some blips. I did have some blips. I think at this stage, my assessment is that I've lost the game. There's not mm. going to be. I'm not because I'm not on end of turn. There's no way I can claw primary and stay on it. Um, you've got a lot of resources left that are going to do things. So I sort of get a bit distracted trying to chase after my cards and my secondary cards and everything else. Um, which which leads the way for the coup de gras, doesn't it, Ed? Because what happens next? So you had three blips three kind blips. of around your home objective and yep. one in your back left ruin. Yeah. So I incidentally kill the one in the back left ruin just by yeah, sweeping the wraith my guard wraith guard just swing by, right? Yeah. Yep. And they just like get in close. Cool. That's gone. Nice. Uh, and then I deep strike in a unit of warp spiders, which I have left yep. for this purpose. The classic third the classic. turn reserves, which is always. My, my, yeah. my attention span clocks out after the second turn <laughs> of reserves. I can't hack three turns worth of reserves. Well, 
Neither can I, apparently, because I had a D cannon <laughs> yeah. in reserves yeah, that forgot. I just completely forgot. You to forgot your D cannon. You could have destroyed the Ridge Runner and yeah. made it just the full, the full annihilation and humiliation. In the... <laughs> yeah, but I, I got, I was too pleased with myself for killing four blips in one turn. Yeah, but it I was big. Forgot I had a gun that I could have brought in. So. It's big. I think if you're playing GSC, sort of hyper competitively, you have a Clamavus. You reserve it literally until two or three. You drop it in to cover those blips and then that's never happening and that's how you would run it you don't even um, attach it to a squad you no that's just, it you yeah. you have it in deep strike waiting for when's the turn they're going to try and get my blips comes down 24 inch bubble yeah. nothing going on so that's you potentially um, run like two icon wards so you can bring back yeah so i was i was thinking about that the icon ward with bringing one back was okay the feel no pain was okay i think it's definitely clamorous protection it's sort of like don't lose them in the first place you know mm. what i mean rather than having like i've got one way of getting them back but yeah, I think probably Clamvis and Icon Ward. Certainly yeah. for um for teams, I'll try both those. Yeah. I really like the potential to sacrifice a blip by leaving it somewhere that looks a little bit risky. Yeah, just to make them do go, something stupid. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, this is in your backlines now. You yeah, for sure. So this. actually, that that plus the durability it gives the Nexus brick, I think you're right. He makes sense. I just need to glue his banner back on. Yeah, because you. I kept saying <laughs> so sad. You don't know where I, I, he is. I kept saying off. like, oh, so which which one? And you're like, no, this one has the feel of pain. Uh, it's the banner guy. And then as you picked him up, I realised, oh, I can see he's the banner just, pole, but there was no a, banner. Just yeah. a guy with a stick on a pipe. Yeah. At the moment. <laughs> and then then it sort of tweaked in my brain because I was in you know, just a fucking yeah. fugue state at this point. My brain was. Leaving oh yeah, no, I was I was mentally absolutely shutting down. But that was it. I mean, that killed it off. I, there was there was a bit of scrapping around for points here and there after that, but you, you're always coming home to the win at that stage. And I think obviously killing off the blips was was a was a masterstroke, and that finishes the job. Um, so amazing game. Um, mm. Wraithguard used phenomenally well, and they are they are a horrifying unit. Absolutely despise them. Um, and a deserving win for Ed, which takes him to the podium place, the first place finish. So very well done, sir. Thank you very much. Very well done. And indeed, everybody except me <laughs> in this chat is a winner because yeah. <laughs> uh, amazing. Because um, Chris took second, I believe, and Jack third. Is that right? It is correct. Yeah, very, Ooh. very nice. So that's a, that's a pretty strong day, isn't it? <laughs> most effective submarine I've ever seen. <laughs> no, well, I needed to with my faction. So yeah. yeah, yeah. He played the meta. He played the meta. Probably have a word with all of the multiple TOs in our team about banning him from future events from this, uh, <laughs> for this behaviour. Yeah, it's absolutely. It's outrageous. I didn't mind the matching up on points. I kind of felt like, well, you bring GSC, you deserve to play the other stuff that's that's scoring very high. But um, obviously, in this instance, it's allowed our captain to undermine the integrity of the event which is a massive shame also let me dodge both of you <laughs> it did it did yeah. but that's a plus i think that's yeah. definitely a plus um but yeah lots of lots of really cool achievements there ed with the, the mastery i have I do have a question ed mm. do, do the wraith lords stay or were they just cute so three wraith lords is the same as a wraith knight in ah, so, so you go wraith knight instead yeah, now that it's yeah. been nerfed into the point of like not just my opponent doesn't get to play the game, I probably look at yeah. putting one of those on my list and test that out. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. because that also lets me. So just to like quickly pivot into what you might do going forwards, I know someone asked how we approach adapting lists. Now that we've we've played, um, I've played you know five games with this list. If I put a Wraith Lord in there, I can suddenly take out one of the D cannons because I don't need that profile for 
doing the mortal wounds, and it just frees up a lot more points for more action bullshit, which yeah. is uh, yeah, with yeah, what absolutely. wins games. Yeah, exactly. You, you stick with a core, don't you? And you kind of work yeah. out what you liked and what felt superfluous. Analyze what different things actually did consistent work. This is the thing with the aberrants because they were the they were the sort of the fun pick, and they were just great. They were just amazing. In so, I'd many be very ways. tempted to to keep the ten. I think definitely the ten. Yeah. The five with the abominant didn't really do much. He had a couple of moments. I think he bonk. Did he bonk a fire prism towards the end of that game? I can't remember if he did. Or not. Yes, he did. Oh yeah, he, did. he definitely he did, did bonk a fire prism. So yeah. that's you know that counts. But it was it was the. Classic. I made you roll it out. Yeah. Um... <laughs> And we, and we said at the time, like, doesn't this make you feel better? <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, it's just like absolutely fucking smashing something. Wreck, you dick. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Oh, so yeah, strong performances. I mean, I, I was particularly chuffed for Jack with the Tau because I think you know we know that Tau in the current meta are sort of are not are not as powerful, <laughs> not as powerful. Um, but it was it was we had six six plus plus I think in the top in the top six. six. Yeah. We will have to clarify this was a six plus plus invitational. Yeah, there were a lot of us, but there, there were some good players there. You oh know? yeah, yeah. it's still nice well. to see. But yes, no, this is not. Um, it's not like an LGT or something where that would have been a truly remarkable <laughs> feat of. Uh... Turns out, I don't get any space points for it either, which I'm fucking gutted about. Oh yeah, I did hear like, about that. I did hear about that. Yeah. Ruined my evening. Thanks, Davey. Yeah, oh, Davy. Oh, Davy. Oh, why? Because it's not um, UKTC registered, there's no time. You twat, Davey. I don't even... Maybe, <laughs> I oh, if should, invita UKTC. should invitationals be UKTC points? If I, I win, yes. <laughs> if we win, yes. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. So, yeah, I think that's us. I mean, it's very late. We've chatted a lot. Do we want to do questions another day? Yeah. And come back to it. I think that's the sensible thing. Um, thanks so much, everybody, for listening in. We had a great time with this. We will definitely do other Six Plus Plus invitations in the future, and we'll think bigger and better as we go. Um, we've got a bunch of us at Teams, including myself and Jack, um, this coming weekend for our first Teams event of 10th, DSC and Tau and Space Marines and Tyranids. So that'll be a thing. We'll see how that goes. I'm very excited. Um, so we'll be back to report on that soon. Um, thanks very much for watching, and we'll see you all again soon. Bye-bye.